Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to WrestleCast Radio, episode 173. Coming at you first time, if you haven't seen it before, twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio. Myself and the man to my TV right, my left on the screen, I guess, so my TV left, your right, Mr. Alex Mello. What is up, Hi. my Hi. What's going to on? The, wow, finally. <laughs> Two years Rocky in a row. To be fair, it does have the WrestleCast Radio uh, gimmicks on it. But, yes, mm-hmm. I, I am very happy to be on the uh, the Pro Wrestling Summit uh, spot tonight. You know, but but very excited to finally be here via the video. I talk a lot like this, so I, I apologize. That's, That's why okay. I lowered, so I lowered the camera up. It's the Italian <laughs> part of the, my family, <laughs> even though I'm not I, Italian. I think it's awesome. I'm excited, man. We've, we've been trying to put this together for the longest time, and thankfully yes, – yes through my summit community and understanding how discord works and understanding how this works and that works. And then getting, uh, getting into this game called among us, which is batshit crazy bonkers. Explain that game. That that's the multicolored little like looking things. So you have like a giant map and you have different tasks throughout the map. And if everybody completes all their tasks, the crewmates win. Usually you play 10 players. There's two that are imposters. They're not crew. Okay. So it's kind of like Mafia or One, one oh. Night Werewolf or Werewolf. And they'll go around and act like they're doing tasks, but they can sabotage and turn the lights off. They can cut the oxygen. And then they can just cut you in half and kill you. And so it's like a bunch of Randy Ortons, like two Randy Ortons per game. Yeah. Yeah, the, okay. night, the night vision's coming out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'd make that a reality. And, uh, and then so what happens is if you find a body, you can call a meeting. And okay. everyone will be in this Discord, 
and you mute your microphones because nobody talks. And then when you get to the meeting, then everyone unmutes that's still alive, and then you discuss, okay, where were you? Where were you? What were you doing? Why were you doing that? Well, I saw this guy running there, and I saw that guy going there. And you try to figure out who the imposters are. And then oh. everyone votes. And if you don't have enough, um, if you don't have enough, you can just skip. Uh, okay. But at the end, it's it's either you shoot them out, you, you eat them out the damn door, or you, know, you, you lose. Or they kill enough people and they win. But it's, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's really cool. So I, I I like it, though. So I, I've been doing some streams of it lately, too, aside from the normal yeah, stuff. Yeah. But. So my question is, out of the two to sabotage uh, Russell uh, Westbrook heading to the Timberwolves, who would it be? <laughs> Not the guy that shares your name, obviously. <laughs> Not Ryan Saunders. I mean, <laughs> it'll be Gusan Rosas. I don't want that shit. Like, would you give up the first pick? And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you don't want to give up anything. Cat, obviously. Okay. I'll give him the number one in anything that isn't Cat or Russell. Okay. So you, you would keep Russell. Russell. You could take a couple. Yeah, because you got to have your big three. Yeah. I mean, do you? Like, I don't know. The big, the big well, it didn't work out for the Clippers. They only had, yeah, that's, that's true. My yeah, pick I mean, going in. Look, when it's all said and done, the L.A. Clippers eat at the kids' table. They sit over there. They eat at the kids' table. They don't sit at the big table at the Lakers. They don't, I don't care, don't care <laughs> it's what true. It just never happens. Yeah. Uh, I, I will eat crow on that. Uh, rumor has it, though, Paul George might be leaving L.A. and possibly be a Chicago Bull. Do you think uh, – for, for Zach Levine of all that. So, if you're Paul what? George, are you pissed that you're being traded for Zach Levine and a draft pick? I mean, that gives them money where they could try to get Chris Paul then. Yeah. So you have Kawhi, Chris Paul, and uh, Levine. That's, that's not going to win. You're not winning with that. You're not beating LeBron and AD. No, no. And you're not beating a healthy Stephen Curry. It's the greatest backcourt ever. Because AD, this is his last year before you can essentially opt out, right? So he, he'll opt out this year, and then he'll sign a max and stay. Because free agency is going to happen what a week after. Welcome to uh, NBA Talk, by the way, on WrestleCast Radio. That's what we do. Because former host of the Sportscast Radio, the original show to start off, uh, you know, strong style media, even where I would drive to Maplewood and uh, do shows on Sunday night there. So, Uh, yeah. That's why that's why I don't play video games anymore because the shooters like up is down, left is right, and <laughs> I just stopped. I just play my uh, my NES classic like a jerk. There's nothing wrong with that. The, uh, it, I just uh, Clippers are just they're, they're cheeks, man. They can't do it. it what, what I will say <laughs> is I truly think I truly think Giannis is going to go to Miami. Ooh. I think he's not going to resign. He's going to go to Miami. I mean, everything A is in Miami. B, you got Jimmy Buckets. You got a really good young core, you know, hero being a massive breakout star, no, not only on the court, but off the court with Instagram models and whatnot and uh, Kuzma's ex. But, yeah, uh, you know, you're, oh, you're getting on, man, rap songs written about you. You know, it's just so much stuff. But I'm, I'm happy Butler finally got to the finals as he should have been. I've been a huge Buckets, you know, guy, you know, obviously since the Bulls. And whatnot, but uh, yeah, I, I would not you be mad at that. Been... That would be a good rivalry for the next couple of years of Miami and, and the Lakers if they could uh, pull it off again. He, he should have still been a Timberwolf, but everyone's soft. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's Wiggins is his fault. That's and he's not even here anymore. Like you're soft, get out of here. And otherwise, if he doesn't go to Miami, I think he's going to go play with Luca. If that didn't blow up in the media, if Jimmy Butler didn't make everyone look like a darsh uh, during that pickup game, uh, is Butler still a Timberwolf? No. Or should I say, would he have stayed longer than he did? No, I think they would have still dealt him. <laughs> wow. That makes I, sense. I, I, it just, well, because they, they sent him to what? Did they go to Philly? Yeah, Philly. And then he Which signed with Miami. Work. Because he made yeah. them work. It's like wherever we go to work, you know, people are lax and blah, blah, blah. And then when we take charge, everyone's like, what? We got to work. We got to, you know, oh, yeah. stuff. And it's just like, yeah, it's called a job, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I think if Giannis doesn't go to Miami, I think he goes to play with Luka and Porzingis in Dallas. Oof. Yeah, I mean, like you said, super teams, yeah. And they have the owner who would want him. And and people want to play for Mark Cuban, let's be honest. Well, I mean, you have all the facilities and, you know, everything at the tip of your hands, except New You're, Japan on access. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, and that's that's like a nice little <laughs> in is you notice ever since they lost, like I, I know it was okay. Like I, I guess this means we're going into power struggle right off the bat. Okay, um, we just got to dive into it. I think because because I want to talk New Japan, and I was WWE the uh, Japan area. It, it, I mean, it is like you know. And who said that about a year ago? <laughs> Look, I, was, I was not ready to jump off the ledge but then I'm sitting no. there and I'm like you know there's there's certain things where I'm watching and I'm like it'll figure its way out it always does Russell King was amazing things like that but I really love New new Beginning things like that Yeah, yeah. But it's just it's getting to the point where things don't matter like and this was the best example that I heard because I, I, I was reading 10, 15 different websites about Power Struggle. I, I listened to about four different podcasts, just making sure I wasn't just crazy about my okay. thoughts about it. Because I thought Power Struggle was a really good wrestling show, but I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't care about any of it. I was okay. just like, all right, cool. It was, it was a great wrestling show, but I don't care. I just it, it's like watch, It was like watching Hell in a Cell. Sasha Banks and Bailey was tremendous, but I just don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, It was when, a smooth show, really, in, in yeah. reality. It was just a nice, breezy show with ramifications where you're just like, okay, the big question was the main event. Will they or won't they? What are they going to do? And mm-hmm. then when you have something where you have these wrestlers go through a month of hell with the G1, and so I get it. you got to try something new and different, spice it up with the briefcase and, and whatnot. But then, you know, when you do that, and then, you know, you have what happens a day later, press conference and then Naito who retains the champion you know both championships so you know what I am going to give Kota Kabushi the mat or Abushi the match yeah, you're like so what you, no <laughs> like, you just told us that the G1 doesn't matter does, yeah exactly that my heart sick when I read that you know the, the transcript of the uh, the interview it, and I was like what and this this dude not I'm not that I'm not dogging Kota Abushi, but he now has lost twice, if you look at it. He lost night one of the of Wrestle Kingdom, so he didn't even go to the night two main event. Yeah. And this time, he he loses, loses the briefcase after winning, 
and he's getting a charity shot. So what's the point? Why does the, the, the G1 doesn't matter? The only thing that makes sense is the redemption arc for Abushi. It was like, oh, woe is me. You know, your boys leave, you know, in Omega and the Elite. They start this whole thing, and then they're trying to push Abushi as, like, you're the new Japan guy. You signed with your blood for eternity with this company. You can never go to America, and then we're going to build you up. We're going to have you win the G1 twice, you know, back-to-back. And then, you know, we're, we're going to give you the redemption arc in 2020 while COVID happens, you know, everything and this and that. Abushi wins the G1, and then he loses the briefcase, which, again, I'm all for. But I think what they're going to end up doing is, again, I think to get back in the good graces of the fans. Because let's be real, 2020 is a wash in the landscape of pro wrestling. But let's be real, with New Japan and the WWE, I think every other company has thrived they have, in these circumstances, you know, have. a little bit better than they have. But with New Japan, I think I could see Ibushi beating Naito and then finally him getting his win against White on the second night. So then he can be finally a god. That's and, the only that's, way I could see where people get happy about it. And that's totally fine, and I'm cool with that story arc. Why did you literally tell us that the G1 doesn't matter? And the reason I have this big of a problem is, that's not what this company is. And, and no, the best point exactly. I heard was, this is no different than um, Hiroshi Tanahashi is facing Satoshi Kojima at Wrestle Kingdom 5 for the title. Yep. And Hiroshi Tenzan does a run-in to cost Tanahashi the title and help Kojima. They don't do that. They don't do run-ins no. in IWGP title matches. Everything no. makes sense. It's logical. That's your dick to go yeah, that's all it's been. Everything has been like, why? Why do I have to keep watching Evil? Like, I don't care about Evil. I don't, and, and it's maybe not care about Naito. And now, now I watch yeah. Kotobushi win the thing, and he gets Naito, but he, he didn't even deserve it because he lost the briefcase. Like, this is becoming the <laughs> convoluted crap. Like, I've, i This is the first time since Okada came back from Excursion. Oh, no, by the way, Okada is in a, an excursion of his own while being in his own promotion. <laughs> uh, Will Ospreay, to be fair, looked really dope. He looked that, like a that star. Suit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he looks like your prime heel, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Minus the expletives. Um, I, 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 pound watch. Yeah. Look, I'm going to throw the watch. It's like, watch. <laughs> I just hit the camera. When, when he did that, though, I was I was at where when I watched it, I was going to text him like, bro, was that a 10th? Because you're a watch connoisseur. <laughs> you love watches. You have a watch collection almost as big as your, your hat collection. Yeah. So yeah. was that a legit like 10,000 pound watch? I think, it, I, I think it was a nice watch. It, 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 it wasn't crazy flashy, which makes me think that it was a nice watch. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't <laughs> one of those like like Kate Jeweler overexposed ones that like I had bought years ago before I started buying nice made watches. Oh shit. He's got the thing. He's going home like Dragon Lee did before the uh, best of super junior. <laughs> going to the E. Shout out I'm going to die Duke. on the first, first uh, freaking Twitch episode. I'm going <laughs> to die off a damn gummy worm. I love how we go from a, uh, from uh, Dragon Lee and Yoshinobu Kanemura to Doki and Yuya Yamura. I love Yuya Yamura, so, but 
Is is Dragon Lee this whole thing why he was sent to him? It's because he's signing with the E, right? I it I I think it's because he either I think he was either doing something stupid while he was there and he wasn't Whoa. following protocols and they were just pissed and told him to go home. Okay. Or because why would they have flown him all the way to Japan if he had COVID? Like, was why he there he that whole somebody? time? Because he has because they said he wasn't he, in Ring of Honor since like March. Yeah, uh, everything that I had heard was he had been quarantining for almost a week in Japan, and then they sent okay. him home for some reason. So I don't think he was quarantining. I think he was out bar hopping and shit. Oh wow! Why? Like, good God, they they got all the sake in the world, I'm sure, backstage. Like, come on. Yeah, so I, and I guess that was the, that's my assumption. That's that he was take- just being stupid, and they were like, we don't put up with that crap. You got to go. Yeah. We're going to call Dookie. Who's from Mexico? It's like, come on. Like, what, what's the deal? <laughs> so, I mean, when Moxley goes to the quarantine after he loses to Omega on the second, um, so he can face Kento, which, by the way, that's going to be awesome at the Dome. Uh, I mean, how long do you think he'll have to be there? Because that's the only reason why they set that title match up December 2nd, right? I I feel like that's got to have something to do with it. Now, I've also heard that they that people have said don't expect any AEW guys at Wrestle Kingdom. But I just, I feel it's like... There's been too much talk about mm-hmm. it, I think. And... and with Kenta being a staple of the New Japan U.S. bracket, I think it just makes sense that he goes and does it. And Moxley's the guy who would do business, I think. And Tony yeah, Khan yeah. said, I'm hoping now with Harold Mays gone, it'll be easy to work with them. Yeah, because he's so saying, he you know, said that. he said, I haven't seen any reciprocation. He's like, I've sent, you know, this guy, that guy, this guy. He's like, yeah. where, where are their wrestlers? Which I, I 100% agree. And mm-hmm. like you were saying, with, with Kenta you know, being a, a, a staple of the uh, New Japan Strong uh, based out, you know, in America, you know, where he can then show up and say, you know, Moxley, you know, I took your title, or maybe he comes to challenge. Who, who knows what it'll be, but it'll be interesting yeah. where they go, especially with him living in America, you mm-hmm. know, as well. So I, I think it's got to happen. Um, what I read was he's got to be in the country by December 20th. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, they're taping – they're doing a taping not December 23rd, but but December 30th. So theoretically, you could write him off of TV on December 20th. Yeah. He would miss the um, the following two or three shows, and then you bring him back. And then you could have him come back and, you know, say you have Lance Archer as the guy who takes him out. He could come back mid-January and go after Archer for Do revolution. That. Yeah. Or he just stays in Jan and takes on Okada. That'd be tight too, man. Don't the bulldog, you were, you know, the bulldog uh, submission, bulldog choke versus the money clip. Who would win? <laughs> uh, but it's, it'll be interesting, man. But like going back to that that ultimate point, I just, yeah, I'm watching Power Struggle, and I just like I loved Shingo and Suzuki. And if I if I pull this up yeah. here, uh, where's my Power Struggle? Uh, I would I would four and a half on Shingo and Suzuki. I thought it was the best match they had of the three of them. But I was just like, awesome, cool. I'm glad he won. Like, great. What's next? Let's just keep going through this. It's and, just and the thing good. is, it's with that title. Like, 
he wins it, which I get, but but that's the story of the never title, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just a hot potato. Like that's you know, as you know, with the English commentary, Rocky's like that's the BMF title. You know, mm-hmm. just like whoever's you know gonna beat some ass that day, they're gonna win. You know, so it's a title that's represented by your wrestlers that's not going to win the IWGP heavyweight. And and, then, and I understand you know, that now. Like a yeah. year ago, I was pissed. You know, I'm like, why are these guys not champion? That's their belt. That's to move that along within that section of like four to six. You know, your Godos, your Ishis, Shingo, Suzuki's, and, and probably main events, Yoshihashi. Like the smaller shows, like you, remember when like like Power Struggle was three nights or New Beginning was three nights, and one of the two nights, nights yeah. title headlined. You know, that's what it's for. And, and if if you're Tetsuya Naito, and the, you know you feel bad for Kota Ibushi for getting screwed. Why don't you just defend the IC title against them night one? Yeah, and I split the belts up. They have because to split the belts up. Here's my year. other problem too, is when you get guys like Okada, who's your who's your ace now, mm-hmm. saying I don't care about the IC title. That means nothing to me. You're putting down the number two title, and I don't I don't think I don't know if this company forgets, but Shinsuke Nakamura and Hiroshi Tanahashi made events at Wrestle Kingdom eight via fans' We're- choice. That over the heavyweight between Okada and Stardust Genius Naito. N- Nakamura made that title equal to the heavyweight title. And now they have Okada and for a while Naito going, whatever, I want the heavyweight. I don't want the IC. They're <laughs> shitting on their second best title. You used to yeah. do three, you know, you would run day one, day two, day three, and the never IC and the heavyweight would headline those shows so you were able to draw money on all three shows. And I get it. You're not able to run as many shows because of the pandemic. But yep. why do you have to put these two titles in handicap? Why can't we have uh, Wrestle Kingdom night one main event be the IC title and night two be the heavyweight title? Which is just as prestigious as the title, as you were saying. My thing is, is in a weird way, it's been a blessing, hasn't it, that they've had these two titles emerge for this year since they were they didn't wrestle for what three or four months. <laughs> oh shit. So, you know, in a way, they, they only had a few of these shows broken to the G1. You know, you're not going to have any title matches during then. You know, G1 obviously being later in the year. But I, I think come 2021, they have to uh, split the titles. Because, again, I get for this year where they've only wrestled, what, eight months. I, I, I don't know. It's just such a cluster. It, it was a cluster of an idea last year. I think um, unless you're going to merge into one title, which they didn't, but I think you're hurting superstars or mm-hmm. the other re- superstars. I apologize, New Japan and Puro fans, <laughs> uh, wrestlers. Um, but in a way, again, like it's a godsend where you don't have as much as your talent or other talent, you know, during that stretch until recently. So I think that's probably maybe at uh, what, what's the one in February, not the minion. New um, beginning. New beginning. Maybe that's, New Year's Dash, and they say we're going to split the title, and then New Beginning will we'll crown a new IC champ. I mean, and I, I, especially if the roster is getting back to your 80 to 90% full yeah. of, of what it was pre COVID. It just, you can't keep these titles together when your main eventers are saying the secondary version of that double champion doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You're like that, that title went like this. So Okada then is what I'm saying is the perfect guy to then take that championship and then pretty much relaunch it to what it was before Wrestle Kingdom 14. 
See, and and I guess maybe oh the the IC title. IC title, yes. But but I I just don't buy it because I've already I've already listened to Okada's shit on the title. Like I love Okada. Well, to be fair, he made that BS King of Pro Wrestling title exactly. bullshit, like, which was one of the most egregious examples of. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, we're gonna ego have a, ever. We're gonna have a premonition right here. I gotta talk to this man right here, Kazuchika. You need to just shut your fucking mouth and stop cutting promos <laughs> because you're hurting your company. I worship you, and now I don't care about your company. I treat it the same as the swamp matches sometimes. Money clip. So fix oh, that it. That was a horrible one. Oh, you better be careful. You might get clipped. Does he have... God bless America. Does he still have the pull that he did two years ago, do you think? Yeah, because when he's, when he's on, like... Well, yeah, he, he's making King of Pro Wrestling titles, for God's sake. Yeah, that, like, I don't know. That was that was awful. But, like, you know, like, you look at what he did with Shingo, and he's still there. It's still Okada. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and, and with Shingo holding the title now, like you were saying again with Suzuki, awesome match. Suzuki seemed a little out of it at times, but I think that's part of the story because, as we saw at the end, his ass was about to hit the mat, you know, even before. I think he was selling. I think he, a lot of people yeah. think he was really knocked out. I think he was just selling his ass off because he's that. Because he's the boss. Yeah. Well, yeah he's, the <laughs> he's the true master, Watto. Um, but, uh, no, I, yeah, that, that last, and, and I liked how they were utilizing the leg. Shingo throughout until I was able to pick him up and then finally get the, you know, last of the dragon. Yep. But, yeah, I, I would say, is that my match of. The Knights. No, I, I think I, I, I graded White and Abushi a little higher. But, yeah, that was probably my second favorite match of the night. Yeah, so, I mean, if we're starting at the top, six matches, New Japan, I will give them this. This They're running fast. Is it so weird there was no tag matches? I'm, no, they're I'm just of all the really weird. The best thing that happened in the No, 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 but, like, pandemic. tag championships. I know we had the, the tag league, but what about the Jews, at least? Oh, I think they just stopped. They didn't do it because the tag league starting on, 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 on Sunday. Um, in, in which there was no Taichi on the show too. Oh, which was interesting. But yeah. so, so I told you. So Yano Zack Saber is your opener. I yeah. said that I think this might be my favorite Toriyano match. Like Ever. I really liked him. I went three and a quarter on him and Saber. What do you think of this? I thought this was a lot of fun. I. I props to the ending of the match. Uh, but but I think everything where the turnbuckle aspect where, you know, the the, the king of pro wrestling rules or the, the uh, yeah, the rules of the match was there were no turnbuckle pads. So they were mm-hmm. all, you know, free and loose. And, and I liked the part, uh, who was it, where Yano was essentially uh, trying to get the pads back on because he kept getting thrown onto him. So he's like, dude, I'm going to try to get these back on. Again, reverse the, the you know the the sanction of the match I thought was really good. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of fun. It was quick, uh, but again, props to the finish. That's why I like Yano. I you know I've grown to love him actually over the last year because it, it just seems like it's embedded finishes. Where in this case he you know GSJ has him in a submission to the barricade, and then you see Yano kind of crawling inch by inch, but he's tying Saber's boots together and and you know through the barricade so then when yano gets out zach jr can't he's literally stuck to the bottom of the barricade where then you know of course toriano you know reclaims 
the the trophy <laughs> of King of Pro Wrestling. Uh, but no, I, I thought this was a, a lot of fun, uh, fun match with the lack of pads. Of course, finishes, Yano goes back to his bar to celebrate, I'm sure, after that. But uh, no, I, I thought this was great. Uh, you know, uh, the part end with, where he would put the pads back on, expecting Ross Steele, and then, you yeah. know, Zack Sabre Jr. is like, what? You know, and Yano's all <laughs> confused. They're like, what, what's going on here? You know, like, there's a pad. And it was just, you know, so much craziness within, what, eight to ten minutes there, and I, I, I thought it worked. Yeah, I for his also, you know, because he's suited as a couple wrestler. For his son, I'm for it. I I really enjoyed Zack Saber when he couldn't get untied. He just sat there. And he was just kind of like, somebody gonna yeah. help me? Freaking out! Like, <laughs> I laughed. I genuinely laughed. I was like, this, he's hot right now, man. He's hot. And, Oh yeah, so it was cool. I was, I like I said, out by the end of it, I was like, dang, I actually really like the Yano, uh, man, and he's still kicking pro wrestling now. A pit, you know, it only goes to the end of the year, so at the beginning of the year, somebody else has got to be the champion. And what's insane too is I haven't even seen like murder Yano, like him and 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 Nakabe teaming up. Like I, that is still new to me. So like to imagine. <laughs> The Yano I've seen for the last three years to right, that, right, right, I couldn't right. imagine what that would be. That's <laughs> like seeing, you know, uh, uh, Dino from, from DDT. If he was like a serious wrestler at one point, it would blow my mind. I don't know why I can't think of uh, Dan Shoko Dino's music in my head. It's Man, so what was up with his dark hair? That was so <laughs> weird. It threw me off the whole match. Alto Party was a weird show. <laughs> um, you know, we talked Suzuki Shingo. It was, it was a really good match. Who Shingo's uh, opponent do you think come Wrestle Kingdom for the title? <sighs> Shit. So that's why I think World Tag League is going to play a, a part in a lot of this. Because, Show. Oh, that'd be great. So, so you know, you look at World Tag League. I don't think Shingo and Sonata are making the finals. I think the finals are probably like. Gorillas of Destiny against like Finley and Juice. Oh, the same old shit. Cool. Yeah, because you know they had back to back winners four years ago, back to back winners two years ago. Last year was no. Juice and Finley. My guess is they win again. Um, but like, who's taking pins in Shingo and Sonata? Are you having the Never Champion take <laughs> calls? Well, they're Are both you... way over. Yeah, like, to be fair, you... so Sonata that... a little bit more. But I think with Shingo, he was taking falls in the G1. Yeah, well, and that's when he that's should what I look at, like, is, is are you having Shingo Takagi as never champion take three, four pins? Or is Sonata taking them? Or do they make the finals and just lose? I was about to say, uh, the only reasonable option would be for them to make the finals and, and then somehow. But do they lose the GOD? I mean, I, I still think they're going to lose. Uh, the great Okan and uh, Kento Kabune will, will run. Kento Kabune. SB Kento. <laughs> SB Kento shows up at SB Lock, and, he, and he's got him in there for seven and a half minutes. Like, I hope he does in the Triangle Gate match tomorrow. I put in one of those Puro Facebook groups where, you know, they announce, I was like, Kento Kabune is going to be X. Yeah. He, he's like, got his red hat with the paper clips with his SB Kento. He's so. Dude, Kento Kabune, man. He is going. 
we're going to get into Dragon Gate, but I just want to say this before I forget. There is no company that knows how to make stars out of their rookie classes than Dragon Gate. It seems like it. I mean, DDT, I mean, they, they got Kigo and, and the other guy, but that's more for comic relief. Yeah. Uh, New Japan, obviously, you know, they, they put out people, but yeah, Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate gives you gimmicks, gives yeah, you gear, and, and gives you wins. And and is it because the lack of excursions, maybe? It doesn't seem like they well, send their, their talent out. Skywalker just came back from excursion. That was an, I thought it was just for him to eat that uh, Canelo no, should, tainted should meat. Skywalker was in so he was getting all swole. Yeah, yeah, he was in Mexico last year. Me. Yeah, but you, you look at look at that 2016 class of uh, of, of Dragon Gate. You know, Shun Skywalker. You had Ben K. You know, young strong machine. Jay. Like you look at these guys, and they all have turned into big deals. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, so and what I, what I heard today was that they have ten new kids in the dojo that they're already getting going, and there's been three other kids that are work, that haven't made TV yet that are doing house shows. So Dragon Gate, wow. if, if they all pan out, has 13 kids in the in the waiting. You you look at Kota Minoru's 21, Kaito Ishida's 24, uh, Kaisuke Okuda's wow. 29, Kento Kabune I think is 20. What about you know, my guy Io Watanabe? What about that guy? I think he owes like 22, 23. Oh man, I mean, that's awesome. All these Jason Lee, who they who yeah. WWE had got rid of. He's like 25, I think, 26. So they yeah, have all he guys, owes 23. Holy shit. Yeah, I thought he was. And you look at the two kids wow. tagging with Kabune. Yeah. Um, they're, they're like 19 and 20. Yeah, that yeah. was insane. So Dragon Gate just goes, we believe in you. Go have fun. Yeah, you know? and I mean, for them to be the number two company to, to showcase that, you know, as well, the, the trust in their younger talent, I mean – why do the excursions in a way like like New Japan? It, it, look, look at this is that too. formative now in twenty twenty and beyond. I think the reason they do excursions is so they can learn more. They can learn different styles. You, it, it, but but you look look at look at exactly where we're sitting at. Twenty sixteen, the two standouts to me were Ben K and Shin Skywalker. Yep. Two thousand nineteen, Ben K wins the title from Pack at Kobe World. It's the big dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben K wins the title at Kobe World. 2020, Shin Skywalker is going to win the title at Kobe World. I'm calling it now. So you've just taken two of the guys from the 2016. I hope class you're eight. wrong. I I I just I, I I don't. Let's okay. Let's do this. Let's let's finish Power Struggle. Let's because we're we're at the part where we're almost at the we don't care match. This is like a power struggle to get through. <laughs> And then we'll, let's go into let's go into the preview for this. Um, Kenta defeats. Yeah. Do, do you have anything to say about uh, Okada, Great Okarn? Um, I mean, I was three and a half. Like, it was a fine match, but I just don't give a crap. You, you already had Okarn lose. Yeah, the screams were pretty tame. I, the Great Okarn. I and that's what I had said to you was like as cool as he looks, like he looks like a James Bond villain when he goes every time he hits. And then twenty minutes into the match or however long it was, he does it again. I'm like, why are you still doing it? Yeah, it was pretty awkward at times. Where am I here? I'm getting assaulted here. My uh, my cord keeps getting stuck under my damn keyboard. I apologize for everybody who saw me. Just get no rope checked. 
I just got the root wired like a pink logo. Oh man. Um, oh yeah. I mean, wow. My I don't get what my uh, notes say. Yeah, all I have for my notes is screams when he does Mongolian chops, uh, drop kick to him, so money clip, rep stoppage. Good traditional match. Ocon says money clip well after matches all wobbly and shit. Yada yada. Osprey has cool monocle. That's about it. <laughs> oh, using riches to get over it. Oh yeah, using riches to get over as heel. White's rainmaker. That, that, that's all I got. Ten thousand pound watch gone. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of I thought a really good classic wrestling yeah, match of the AIDS on the screen if you need to sorry yeah it's I don't know up. what that means but yeah you gotta teach me that lingo uh, also by the way happy 44th birthday to the ace unfortunately he did take a loss to the IWGP uh, North American USA whatever the hell they want to call it champion for that briefcase sorry I just realized my Kobe shit was behind me. I got really excited. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Um, no, I, I thought this was a, a really good back and forth match. Like I said, it was, and there was lack of like, I think there was any interference. Really? No, I no, mean, and, and I thought this was a good bullet club esque match minus the, the bullet club interference. So no, I, I thought this uh Really good match. I didn't see Tana winning, you know, at all, but uh, Kent is still doing some in- inspiring work, uh, you know, since he's been with New Japan, so I'm all for it. I thought it was a good match. Do people now realize with, with him tapping out like that, that Tanahashi is now going into that Kojima Nagata role? <sighs> it's too early for that. Well, we say that? every year, and then every year he has that breakout. Oh, he wins the G1, or oh, he's winning a tag championship. I still think they should have ran him and Okada a little bit more. Um, I think that could yeah, have been a tag. good mega yeah. powers type of thing, where then you get them in, you know, you could have built that up into another big marquee matchup. Granted, we just got that at the G1 in Dallas last year. Uh, but, you know, I think could have built something to that into, you know, where he can go into that Tenzan Nakajima route. But I, I think it's too soon for that. He still he still could move around. He could still lose that, you know, that uh, baby keg, you know, as he always does the pictures when he's not training. Where then, you know, you give him two weeks and he's a, a brick shithouse. But um, I, mean, I, 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 I don't think he's there yet. He, oh you got to dye your that hair man, blonde. You got to start bleaching your hair again. Yeah, I should. I got to start tanning and black, dyeing my hair. That, that's my problem. That's why my <laughs> swag left. I just became this goofy looking white dude who looks like he works in an office. I mean, do, do you do you see? Do you want Tana to step into that veteran role and just start taking? Yeah, I balls? think it's fine. I think it's fine because you <sighs> you can still. Have him, if needed, do something big. Yeah. You know, but I don't... God, this sucks to say, because, like, I, when we is talk about... Is he a guy that would be good if if the forbidden door is open? Is that a good segue to send Tana to the U.S. for about a good six months to start, you know, one or two programs to build that U.S. myth or the lore? Oh, yeah. You can get a little more fans. You get subscriptions to New Japan World. 
where he can get out there mm-hmm. and still be dominant at that age, and then you can get him in Jericho and, and whatnot. Uh, 2019, you know, in the US. 2019 Night 1 G1 in Dallas, Okada wrestled Tanahashi. Oh, yeah. In America. And it was four-star match that I went four and three quarters on because that crowd had never seen it. And yeah. those fans were so And they were hyped. hyped. Yeah. That that match was better than it was because you had never seen that. That is still what I said they should have did at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Oh, oh that, that was definitely... Maybe it could have been that match for that, but you you had to have Okada win win that championship. Yeah, I just that's part of the reason why when Okada or when Tana beat Omega, I said, well, because they're gonna do Tanahashi and Okada. Oh. But then Jay White beat Tana, and they did White White Tana or White Okada, which was fine. Or oh, shit, uh, twenty eighteen or whatever. Um. Oh no, it was Omega. Never mind. I'm getting my timeline messed up. Because White, White beat Omega after Omega beat Okada. I thought they were going to do Omega White beat Okada. Yep. Because that was 2018. NYC? Yeah. NYC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Tana and Omega was 2019 when you were there in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shit. Wow. <laughs> no, yeah, I was right. I am right. I am right. I am yeah. right. Because yeah. 2019, Tana beat Omega. And then White beat Tana at New Beginning. Because Madison, the MSG, that was 2018, right? No, that was 2019 because then White lost it to Okada, which then Okada yes, lost yes, it to yes. Knight. Yep, yep. So, I, okay, I was right. I, I thought I was, I talked myself into a, into a work there for a second. But I, I thought they were going to do Tanahashi versus Okada. And then they did do it in Dallas. So, I mean, they still gave it to the yeah. American fans, but I thought that was going to be the main event. Of and that show. was only a few months later, but and yeah, that, I mean, that whole night was great, but yeah, the, the crowd definitely but, played a role. Could you imagine that, that crowd seeing Tanahashi defending the IWGP against Okada? Like, no. I, it, I know Jay White is a fantastic heel and he got that match over with that, with, you know, with Okada, but those two would have, oh my God. God, that would have been incredible. Oh my God, um, <laughs> man, that would have been nuts. Semi main event. Semi main event. I thought again. I thought this was a really good match. I, I enjoyed the ending. I liked how Jay White countered the Kamagoi into the backslide. You know, doing heelish ass shit, uh, putting his feet on the ropes there to get the, the one two three. This was even better. I thought nobody does it. Nobody goes yeah. straight to the top rope like that. I love because Jay White gets it. He gets oh, it. So like that's the thing. Like he's so. It's it's hard. I, I know you've been saying for for months and months now. He's that guy where he's that ultimate tweener now in 2020, 2021, whatever you have. Since he's been in the business, since he mm-hmm. lost against Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. It's just been all uphill there uh, for Jay White there, and he's mm-hmm. just someone that gets it. Look what he's did with his physique. Look what he's done with you know his mannerisms. Hell, he's encouraging the crowds oh, to, so to cheer, you know, for his like he just Tosa. gets it. And then, don't you like to say his name, Tosa? My God, you're such a dickhead. So good. And and for him, I mean, he's just going to be that mainstay now. I, I don't know when you watch. New Japan World, wherever you watch it, you notice he's that focal point on the screen of the four to five wrestlers. Like he's yeah. even more. He's you on know, that four pillar now. 
Yeah, he, he's definitely even, uh, you know, showcased a little bit more in the forefront than, than Okada and Naito, which is crazy. But he's just that guy that, that you know, as cliche as it sounds, gets it. Him and Abushi, you know, the shock factor, you know, him beating the briefcase. But what sold it again? Abushi's, you know, mannerisms. Like, holy shit, I just lost this. My God, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, psyche's like gone. And then you and feel bad for him. Jay White is such a dick where he's like, ha, 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 look, look, it's uh, fine. And, it's and, not you're pissing, mine. and you're pissing Kevin Kelly off, you know, just swearing <laughs> all over the place. It's, it's, that's why Wrestle Kingdom bothers me so much right now is because Kota Bushi, I don't even mind the two nights. I think two nights is great because it, instead of a six-hour show, I get two, three-and-a-half hour, four-hour shows. Great. I get yeah. more wrestling. But I have the problem when you're telling me it doesn't matter who wins the G1, but then you have the guy who lost the briefcase 10 minutes later gets put in the title match anyway. So what was the, there was no point in winning the G1 because even though he doesn't have the briefcase, he still gets the match. What I should have... I, I saw somebody, hold on, check this out. Yeah. Who said, well, maybe he beats Naito and then loses to Jay White Knight too. Okay, well, what's the point of that? Yeah. Why would you try the double title twice in two nights? The only thing that would make sense is the arc where Abushi. Finally gets his wins, yeah. He said, well, then he, can, then he can finally beat Jay White at New Beginning. Why are you stretching it out that long? You're, yeah. Don't post about wrestling on social media anymore. You should have your <laughs> and your rights to post about wrestling have been revoked. Yeah, Zeke Nasty. We're looking yeah, at you, probably, Isaiah. If you want to play uh, Among Us with me, my uh, username is Zeke's Crank. What is Zeke's Crank? I explained the, the origin of Zeke Frank to somebody, and this girl in the room goes, oh, I have a wiener dog named Zeke. <laughs> Whoa, Mr. Ron, I say oh, the wiener dog. And then Jordan jumps in and goes, I got two of them bitches, too. And then it's not one of my past foods you can't watch it. Uh, <laughs> yo, Gabba Gabba. That's my problem is this company, which was built on – Long term booking. booking. Yeah, long term booking has just started throwing shit at the dark floor just like the WWE. Because it's twenty twenty. I mean, can we say this is a wash year? We can, but we but still again, have an award to put out in six weeks. But, and I'm but telling you, my right thing is, uh-huh. this is the first time that WWE is gonna have some competition for worst <laughs> company of the year. Oh <laughs> wow. Because as, as great as the matches have been with New Japan, this is the first time since 2012 where I've watched New Japan shows and I'm just like, that was a good match. One to five. Where, where's Okada for you for excitement when he comes on the screen? One to five. Why would you ask me this? Like, that's where they put, like, John Cena was maybe. What a quarter. Six months of his whole career, it was just like where it was landing. Would you say Kazuchika Okada is my first, second, or third favorite wrestler? Or is he farther down than that? Currently, like if you were to, I would have put together my list of favorite wrestlers going right now. Yeah, I don't think he would be. I don't think he's in your top five. Maybe not even your top. 
But where, from how long you've known me, yeah. where normally is he? Uh, one, one, one or two. Even Miyahara, essentially, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can probably tell you eight, nine people that I care more about than Okada this year. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think Kento is probably on your top five for 2020. Kento's Kento. still really good. I'm intrigued with Kento because I think either him and Yuma Aoyagi are going to win this tag league. Yep. Or if they don't, that means that I think Miyahara is beating Suwama. What I love about Miyahara, though, this year is, again, it's a transitional year, meaning he's helping other talent. Like, him exactly. and Akira have been great. Like, Okada just hasn't done that. I don't know what he's going to do with Okan. And they understand how to cool him off while he still has great matches. Okada, when they need to cool him off like they did with Pants Okada. They give him a a balloon, yeah. They don't know how to cool him off because they're so like, holy shit, what do we do without him? What do we do without him? Shuji Chicago goes, hey, man, Kento, we're going to cool you off. Okay, cool. Why don't I just go tag with Yuma Aoyagi again? Great. We'll have you guys slowly form back together and you guys can be in tag with. All right, cool. Thanks. They are they're cooling him off correctly because he's still having great matches. Yeah. Okada just don't know what to do when they change him around. But why that is that? Blows my mind. I don't know. It's like Gato, it's Gato's safety blanket. He doesn't know what to do when he doesn't have it. It's like you took Gato's binky from him and he's confused. Where my binky? Where my binky at? Oh That's what my I gosh. Like. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like you can have Okada. Down the card a little bit. Like I love that he's wrestling Osprey. No title line at Wrestle Kingdom. That's going to be mm. tremendous. That's a marquee matchup. Yeah, I mean Osprey's your wrestler of the year. I like that's the story where Osprey's like, I'm oh, I'm the new Okada. I'm the wrestler mm-hmm. everyone is talking about. So that storyline in itself is great. Yes, have we seen it within the last couple of years? Correct, but they've always been outstanding matches. It's going to be interesting what they do to make it, you know, seem bigger than where it probably will be placed on the card. But let's be real. The big pop is going to be the Rainmaker coming back. If we don't see mm-hmm. that in the Russell Kingdom match, then, I mean, I, I think Okada's bandwagon is going to essentially burn to the ground. And the worst part about it is when, when he needs to step up to make sure everything was going correctly, his match with Shingo was tremendous. Oh, God, yeah. So we all know he can still go. By the way, I just realized I do left ear and you do right ear. <laughs> so Interesting. Random, sorry. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. I apologize. I think it's because inside of it it says L and then R on the other one. <laughs> anyway, what the fuck am I talking about? I apologize. I'm, I'm the one eating the... the, the oh, you're wearing zombies. Beats too? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, oh. I got my Dodger color ones on. I got these... <laughs> When I did manage the uh, Office Max back in the day. These are from hey. the uh, the 20% off gimmicks. Hey. <laughs> it's, it's, I just don't understand how this company just... Gato? I mean, do you think the Harold the Mage backstage no. thing, you know, kind Every of weighed year, everything down? I say Gato is the greatest booker in wrestling. Yep. But when he isn't using Okada on top, he just doesn't know what to do it feels like so his crutch which is down because think of this when Okada lost the title to Kenny what did everybody say about Kenny's title run it sucks people were like Kenny Omega was not a good champion and people looked down on Omega why 
because it wasn't Okada as champion. I I think there were, again, kind of like with what's going on backstage there, again, I can only guess or fathom what's going on. But I think with Omega, again, with AEW, with, you know, different options and opportunities abound during that time. Let's be real. It's not like, like January 2019, they're like, we're going to start a company. They had to have talked about that for at least a year in advance. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it was all about all, all, to all, all in. Those guys. Yeah. Because all yeah, in yeah. was brought about, like, almost a year before it was, you know, it was even ran in Chicago. But, but I mean, think, think about this, though. When, when Kenny Omega's title reign was, aside from that match with, with uh, Tomohiro Ishii, which was great. I mean, oh, yeah. Ishii, of course, it's great. So who were his opponents during that reign besides he Ishii had that really and Tana? Goofy ass match with with Co, uh, with Cody that wasn't that good. Oh yeah. No. And then it was all the Bullet Club versus the Elite, which wasn't that good. Which was and trying I, to capture the American audience. Let's be yeah, real. That's and that's what, what they that went for. And I get like, and I understand that portion of it. But then I think he also had that. Didn't he have that weird Yoshihashi match? That you guys saw in Chicago? Uh, no. There was like a quadruple tag match. So he he wrestled Yoshihashi at some show in America. I was probably in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, it's in Dearborn or some shit. But like, it just they didn't book him well, and it's almost like they didn't know what to do because they knew that he was leaving and that there was going to start a whole different company. Yeah, Global Wars. Is it Michigan? Continue, sorry. Yeah, I just maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but it it just has felt like ever since Okada won the title. Um, when when was that giant run? Twenty fifteen? No, twenty sixteen till twenty eighteen when he lost the two Omega. When he uh, when he beat. Naito at Wrestle Kingdom after he beat Tanahashi or whatever it was. Okay. He beat Omega and then he beat Naito at the two Wrestle Kingdoms. Um, after he won the title back at, I think, Dominion from Naito. Anybody who's not Okada's champion, it just doesn't seem to work. And it's like they can't figure out what to do. And to try to save Jay White, it's almost like that's why Gato turned to go with him. To try to make it work. Huh. And I, I, I just don't understand why they. If I have, if I had Kazuchika Okada on my roster, I don't need him to be a champion to book him like a star. No. I can easily do that without any hinges in the door. Like that's he's like. It's like when you watch, uh, when you watch WWE. You know, there's some of these guys where it's like, how do they not know that Big E is a star? Or why did it take them this long to figure that out? Because he's not Goldberg. Because <laughs> he's not Bobby Lashley. <laughs> God, look at those traps. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it, I just, it, Do it. It pains me that New Japan, I watch it and I'm watching the timer on the show too. Yeah. Oh, wow. God, they have, there's 50 minutes left and it's Naito evil. I just think we were spoiled this year to the fact of, of other talent. Cause during the months that they weren't running, 
we were week in and week out of all Japan and DDT. Like we were, you know, like I said, Takashita I've always been a fan of, but I appreciated yeah. his work with All Out, with Akito, with uh, uh, Joker, uh, oh, Shuma. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, going against a blow-up doll, which, again, sorry, it's still my feud of the year. Uh, Yoshihiko FTW. Uh, but, uh, and I'm not talking about Taz's group there. Uh, Shout-out to ECW. Uh, but um, in that aspect, uh, we <laughs> and we got a little bit more, you know, out of Noah. So, and, and Dragon Gate started coming along, you know, a little bit more. So, I mean, it, I think we were just spoiled with other alternatives. Like, with, you know, granted, those companies have been around <laughs> for 20, 20 plus years, but with New Japan's, you know, the the, the cream of the crop, a la mm-hmm. WWE in America, then you have, you know, yeah, you have your Ring of Honors, your Impacts, or what have you, but when you have someone like an All Elite come in with, you know, whether it's your, your previous wrestlers or wrestlers from other, you know, areas, a la the Elites and, and Cody and whatnot, well, it's Johnny, just something where it's fresh. You don't want to watch, you know, what you you're accustomed to watching, which I I totally get. But I this wasn't a stale show. I will say with the main event, it was the best match that those that two was the had. Best Naito Evil match they've had. But I will say Naito since the G1. Hell, since he won the title at the uh, the Global Force Wrestling Baseball uh, event, uh, whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> Jingu he, Stadium. Jingu, thank you. Uh, GFW. Um, when he wanted that, when, when he wanted there, he seems like he was, he's was. he been more lively. Like, he actually gives yeah. a damn, which is so un-Tetsuya Naito-like. And he's giving away title shots against the guy who, I will say, has got to be one of his more formidable Opponents, you know, yeah. I, I say Kota Bushi and Tetsuya Naito. That's one or two for either of their, you know, feuds. I would say they bring out the best out of each other because mm-hmm. they want to murder each other. So I think in that aspect, he's like, hey, I want my match against Ibushi on the biggest stage. A new opponent here for both, you know, the top prizes. But yes, again, it goes back to the well. What's the point? Do something like you have last year. You have two, pl- you know. You have a match for the champ, the double double gold dash, and then you have a play in match for a bushi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real, but, real you quick, know, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Don the God, if you guys see him in the chat, Don the God76, check out his channel. That man does awesome Madden videos, awesome MLB the Ooh. show, man. He's got some really good stuff. I do can play those games. He makes me uh, embarrassed to play Madden online, and that's why I don't. So, uh, can you ask, does he kick ass? Uh, as the Chicago Bears. Uh, that I couldn't tell you. I know he is a Vikings fan. Ooh. It's very nice. Uh, Where but, can you check him out? Uh, Don the God 76 uh, is his Twitter handle. Appreciate you jumping in as always. He always comes in and says hi, says what's up, man. So glad to have him here. Uh, he'll, he'll be lurking for a while. But I, I guess, like, I guess in, in the talk of being spoiled with the other companies, January and February, there wasn't anyone that was touching New Japan. WrestleMania oh, yeah. night one and night two was incredible. New Beginning had Suzuki and Moxley and kept oh, that night yeah. they, yep. It was incredible. <laughs> Let's not talk about the Vikings. Hey, man, they're on a winning streak. They're on a winning streak. We're going to win on Monday. We're beat the Bears. Sorry, Alex. We're going to beat no, the Bears uh, on Monday. <laughs> I hope they do, please. 
but like you, you look at you look at how great they started, yeah. and then suddenly because they stopped for three months, they forgot how to book. There's like, nothing changed. I understand. I understand the pandemic happened, and I understand you lost your fans, and COVID happened, and all that wild shit. But here's the problem: is all Japan didn't lose momentum. No, no. Uh, DDT didn't lose momentum. They Stardom gained it. Still ran good shows. Yep. Aside from it, just the, the matches being too long, which didn't work with fans. Noah had good wrestling. Tremendous wrestling. And, and to an extent, WWE stayed stagnant with just being shitty. They just stayed shitty. Mm-hmm. New Japan went from the company of the year to, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I'm like, what are you Way to the grandmaster. And then he loses. You hype this dude up and he loses. And here's the kicker. Is now Yoshinobu Kanemaru is hurt. So Wato can't even get his win back. Nope. Like this company just. <sighs> Does Wato win it so he could face the heel master to get his if, win back? <laughs> if the grandmaster faces the heel master. <laughs> at Wrestle Kingdom, I'll tell you this. If Master Wato wins. You're going to need to find a new co-host. I'm done. <laughs> Holy shit. So, but again, I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to a bad, I mean, just like everything in the world. If we're having this conversation and Jay White hasn't won a championship from now until November 13th, 2021, then, yeah, they have definitely gone the route of, of WWE. You know, it could be the logistical side. It could be, you know, you're getting back-ended by, you know, this or that. You know, you're still making profits, you know, a la E. You know, uh, they, had, they got Bushy Road, obviously, this and that. But I I say come 2021, I, I think it's going to change, you know, the, the different opportunities with Impact. Of course, with all elite, you know, Ring of Honor, you know, it says, you know, they, they seem to be dipping their, their toes in a different water. So it'll be interesting where it goes. And, you know, I, I'm i not off the ship yet. I'll, as I am with the WWE, I legit, I, I'm not going to watch, especially what happened was Lee Vegas, God bless her, uh, later, earlier on today. But I, I, I'm not off the ship yet. But let me say this. The talent, for the most part, is still there. Yeah. So what's different? They have fans. They have workers. They have everything. A lot of fans. Did you see the fans of Power Struggle? It seemed like it was 80% full. Japan's like, we we fixed it. Welcome. Like, (laughs) this is a booking problem. This is Gato going so goddamn Western that it's out of control. You don't think it's someone else in Gato's ear or, you know, anyone from Bushy, Bushy Road? Nope. Nope. I think they're going, we're going to prove to you that we can win the Western audience without Harold Mage and him failing us with the elite leaving. We're going to do another Bullet Club story. But no one cares about that. No. (laughs) But it's proven. It was proven. Nobody gave a shit about evil. 
Yeah. So do you think somehow they do this? Maybe during the tag league, you know, you get Bushi. Not Bushi. That'd be tight, though. Uh, Jay White and Evil, somehow, you know, they start bickering, yada, yada. And then they say, how about this? Evil goes, you put your title shot on the fifth against me on the fourth. Then you get your bullet Civil War line. Yeah, it's Jay White there. Oh, my God. I don't want to see Evil versus either of them. <laughs> evil, what happened? what happened? Yeah, well, that's it. Like, I don't get it. You're my dude for like two years. I was like, screw Sonata, evil's my guy. And then. And now he's like. You give him dick to go. You're like, fuck. It's an hour and 13 minute into a two hour and 20 minute show. Like, why was that Matt? Why was that main event still 30 plus minutes? It was 35 minutes. And, and it, it seemed was... faster than their other three matches. Oh my that, God. That's the bad part. Like, why? Until Dick Togo comes in with his garut wire to fucking do this, I don't have to watch the match. Yeah. If you go Dick Togo comes in at 27.54, I'll go, great, I'm going to start at 27.54. Because everything (laughs) done before this might be cool. There might be some flashy moves. We might watch fucking Naito fuck up the Destino because he can't get over, the guy can't get him over, but until Dick Togo comes in the ring with the Garut Warrior, I don't need to fucking watch any of these Naito evil matches. Well, because you know what? They're boring, they're not good. Swing for the fences, that's definitely going to happen. Oh my god, I just, I can't, I just can't do it. It's bad when all of us can, can choreograph their match before the match even starts. Watch any match Evil won in the G1. And nothing happened until Dick Togo interfered. Ugh. I just, it's, I, oh, it's so bad. <laughs> what if the so- big swerve at Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 is we see, you know, Gato, Jay White, you know, he's about to win the title from, from Naito. And then somehow, for some reason, no chance in hell come, plays. And then Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon starts strutting down the Tokyo Dome. And then, it, you know, you think he's like, oh, my God, he's with Naito. And then him and Gato just team up. They beat up Naito. And then somehow, oh, no, they beat up Jay White. I apologize. They, they turn on White. And then Naito somehow gets lost. And then it's McMahon and Gato. Raising the, their hands, I lost so seventeen. Would, would Naito be the Rock from Survivor Series? Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch! Where he turns. That'd be nice. No, I I don't oh see any of that. But it just seems like something where we're gonna see like a random New Japan WWE relationship in twenty twenty one. So who do you think X is in the tag league? Is it oh, just I, Oh, to go with the Empire gimmick? I, I wouldn't be mad. I mean, is he quarantining, or do we know if he's well, in he, Japan? I mean, he, worked, he was he in G1. G1 yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that had a Warrior Wrestling show in between there. <laughs> no, they didn't. Shout out, shout out to uh, uh, the Warrior Wrestling Podcast. We shouted out Pro Wrestling Summit. Uh, their last Whoa. show, so that was pretty tight. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they, uh, they were doing uh, Dragon Gate reviews, and the uh, uh, Down Slacker was like, uh, the main event had Aita. Shout out to Pro Wrestling Summit for yelling that every time he comes to the ring. <laughs> I was like, oh, what up? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, you'll, hear, you'll hear Demetrius scream that because he's usually sitting here. <laughs> Aita. He is 
livid if Ata loses on Sunday. Uh, the show I'm starts at midnight. 20, uh, 20, 24 hours, essentially, from now. It's a midnight show. Oh, so, okay. uh, Kobe World's going to end at, like, 3 a.m. So, I, I'm going to actually watch it live. It's going to be, you know, midnight start times. I'm doing it. Kobe World? Fuck, man. That's the mania of Dragon Gate. I'm, like, I'm all into that shit. That um, that's so... Oh, man, that's going to be a good card. Uh, I mean, New really Japan... It is what it is. I mean, best of Super Juniors. We did read the uh, the the entrance of last week's show. Uh, World Tag League. I mean, like we said, who cares? Um, I don't give a shit, dude. What? Who who would you want to see the Techers face though? I mean, did the Techers run it, and then essentially they named their opponents, or or and is that when Anderson and Gallows comes out since they weren't in the Tag League, or or what do you think? Yeah, I thought they were supposed to be in the Tag League. And then he happen. got into that. Then he got into that spat with his uh, his wife. Do you think there's a chance that that spat with his wife about being a cheating asshole is a gimmick for Coffee <sighs> Shop Mania? Oh, that went way well because of the uh, the cock torture. Um, and then they realized, oh, that that was that was a little too away. much. So then they got rid of it. I was, yeah, that was Halloween when I was reading that story, and I don't go on the Reddit usually because of the wormholes, but there was some, like, wrestling, you know, sub uh, subject search gimmick or whatever, and so it was through a Reddit screen, and they were talking about the whole issue. My God, Ryan, because uh, Callie was sleeping. I was up from, like, 7 to, like, 10 just reading all of the Reddit garbage. John Anderson, his wife, him and Gallows really are, and I was like, holy shit, this is insane. I was like, this is why I don't read it. Because it's going to make me hate everyone. Again, if it's part of the gimmick, I, uh, again, it's not something I probably would have done. Uh, they should have clarified that right away, but I guess we'll find out when we watch Talking Shopamania 2 later on, because uh, that's an event I cannot wait to watch, but Apparently everything is that tonight? easy peasy. Yep, yep. Right now, yeah. actually. But yeah, uh, Dragon Gate starts in 24 hours. Uh, yeah. Kobe World, man. Well, Do you want early day for me? You want you want to talk Kobe World? Yeah, let's talk uh, that, Dragon okay, Gate. Kobe was World. Was that where I said I wanted to go next? Uh, we can, since we could transition into the other Puro show afterwards. So we'll, we'll start at the bottom. Oh yeah, because I did I did have some points I wanted to make on this. So, um, let's start with the opener. Uh, this, this, by the way, uh, Dragon Gate, Kobe World Pro Wrestling Festival 2020. Kobe World is essentially the the WrestleMania for Dragon Gate. It, last year was a tremendous show. KZ Shin Skywalker was incredible. Uh, the Special Ben K Pack match was incredible. Very, very good stuff. Um, this year, the opening match, Kaisuke Okuda versus Kaito Ishida, which as I've said, is slowly becoming my my feud of the year. It's yep. just incredible. They they this is this is stemmed back to when they started again from the pandemic with at at, at King of Gate. Um it even went as far as Dukaisi Okuda being one of the masked X Men and then unmasking and everyone's like, Oh my god, Kaisuke Okuda's joined yep. Red and then he just starts beating the shit out of Kaito Ishida. He then beats Kaito Ishida two weeks ago uh, at the uh, Gate of Destiny, stopping him one day from being a four-year champion. Yeah, that that was Which insane. Is when awesome. they kept mentioning that, I was like, damn it, he's losing the strap. 
<laughs> and then Kaito Ishida wants his rematch, and Kaisuke Okuda said, well, when you faced Yosuke Santa Maria for the Bravegate, you said, Yo, uh, Santa Maria, you're nothing more than a prelim worker, so the only way I'll give you an opportunity at the title is if you're a, if we wrestle in the opener. So he said to Ashida, he goes, you want to, you want a rematch? Well, you have to be the opener, Ashida. <laughs> so they're playing off of that, which is even better. Um, I'm torn because a part of me thinks Kaito Ashida is going to win this title and win it back. And I think the reason is because Kaisuke Okuda is going to be used in a different way. Okay. Uh, which we'll get to later yeah. in the show. But I also think that Okuda wins because Kaito Ashida is going on to bigger and better things. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, he, he's proven himself within that year. You know, granted, like you said, he, he lost the day before the full calendar year. But but what he's done with uh, with that title, with the Open the, uh, open the Brave Gate Championship. Uh, he's turned you know, into the Never title. Yeah, just essentially. Just a stiff-ass fight. It's not a junior title. It's a who's a bigger yeah. badass. Because I was going to say, where, you know, primarily that is, you know, their junior title. But, yeah, it's essentially all comers, and, and it's just a spot kick fest, which there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that because he's a kick boy. You know, it's in the theme song. But, uh, I, you know, cool. as disappointed it, as I was. Where'd it go? In the, where'd it go? Here it is right here. I mean. is a bad dude. 24 years old. He's 24. He's nah, taken the Brave title, and he's taken the Brave Gate and just grown. Just, just, mm. oh, and he's doing great tremendous. Stuff. All while being in one the of the most Ishida's dominant, so if not the most dominant faction in all of professional wrestling. Yeah, really super. Meaning All yeah. they do is get better. They just... Mm, what do we need? Oh, Diamante's hurt. Great. Let's take Kendo yep. Kabune and we're going to turn him heel and we're going to put over the sharpshooter, the, the, the Kabune lock, or the, what, what, the, what do they call it? The SB lock. And we're going to, we're going to make it the most devastating submission in wrestling. And he's got people <laughs> in it for two minutes. Yeah. Not letting you go. Know. And they, they're not pushing them off because they can't escape. Like this company is, this, this is why I get so fired up about uh, New Japan over the last three to five months is Dragon Gate did not allow anything to change how they book, and everything makes sense. Sense, yep. There is a point A that gets you to point B. Nothing is overinflated. Nothing is overdone. It's we're going here, and we're going to go to here, and it's going to happen regardless of anything. Do you think by having the rookie Doi also being your champion during that time, that veteran, you know, kind of a staple of Dragon Gate, kind of helped that transition a little, a little yeah. bit more instead of Doi. having Ben K go through that? Yeah, you know, being a new, you know, essentially not green, well, but you know, just a run. new champion. Yeah, Doi did really good too. In in like you, you you were we were all shocked that no rookie Doi beat Ben K. Oh, yeah. You know, with, with Ben K getting that run, but damn, the rookie toy had a really good run. Great. And it what, was five, done six to the months? point where you, you got to give Ben K six months as champion to, to test him out and see how he does. And then when you when you suddenly go, okay, well, we did that with Ben K. 
But now we want to try with Ata. Because oh, they're right. so smart, they go, well, we don't want Ata to beat Ben K, so we can save Ata Ben K. So let's have Doi beat Ben K, which <laughs> nobody's going to suspect. And then Doi can drop it to Ata. It's just like I said with uh, Suwama beating Miyahara and not Jake Lee beating him. Nobody's going to say shit about Suwama beating Miyahara. But if yeah. Jake Lee beats Miyahara, everybody's going to go, be- stupid move, stupid move. And they did that with Naruki Doi. Doi took the title and transitioned it for Ben K to Ata. Just kind of like DDT with Masada, Masato Tanaka, you know, kind of winning their championship, yep, the whole, you know, during uh, the same time. Uh, yep. So it's just like, you know, they went into a crate, but all the companies went to back to that veteranship, you know, to, mm-hmm. to the old, the old heads, you know, if you will, to kind of carry them in. And, and they didn't know that this pandemic was going to happen. They were winning these championships, you know, December and January. So for that to happen then, you know, for, for them to be the flag bearers of your company, it, mm-hmm. it was oddly enough, you know, kismet to be in those hands where they are, you know, they know the ins and outs. They know how to structure a match, to tell a story, to keep that company fresh, you know, especially when it comes to the top title. Yep. Yeah. And they did a fantastic job. And that's, that's why. Which now you can, you know, start real with the asses in the seats. You can start building up, you know, your your new people, your new guys, your, your uh, mm-hmm. you know, your, well, in my case, Iowatanabe's, even though he's the fall guy now, unfortunately. But your Sokabune is, you know, in this instance. You know, of course, you know, yeah, Kikoi, you know, uh, Shida's there. Your uh, uh, Takedo Kamai, your Madoka Kakudas, you yeah. know, the two guys that were with uh, Kento Kabune. Kakuda and Kamei are in a, are in a nice, nice match and on the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and they've been like strong in the last six months. Like, New Japan, as great as they are, do not take 19- and 20-year-olds and let them run with it like this. No. And that's why they, they prosper in Dragon Gate. I mean, you know, we'll get to that match in a second. Um, but I really don't know. What do you, what do you got? Kaisuke Okuda, Kaido Ishida? I, uh, Dude, this, is, this might be my feud of the year. I just it's don't so think good. it's... I just don't think it's the right call to give a sheet of back to title. It's like, well, why not give it the one day? I get it. You spoil, uh, you know, you, you spoil the heel. You know, you don't give him, you know, his way for once. I, I, I understand that. But I, I think why not keep his dominance there and then, mm-hmm. you know, have him lose to, you know, someone else not saying Okuda's not, you know, deserving because, you know, we all know his MMA background and whatnot, and his ass kickeriness, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to go Okuda retains. Uh, that, yeah. That's just how I feel, because I, I think I, you're right. I think they're going to go with him a little bit more as that number two of RE. And, and that the, this outcome of this match leads me to a different finish for two of the later matches. Okay. And that's why I think this is going to be such a big deal. Like, I put over how great their feud has been for me and how it's going to be right at the top of my list. Yeah. But the outcome of this is going to impact Dragon Gate so much more, and we'll get into it when it comes. Um, Next up, we have the Battle Royal. The winner of this match will earn the right to ask for the in-ring-related wish of their choosing. So, you know, I want a title shot, things like that. (laughs) Uh, Super Shiza, uh, Konomawa, Ichikawa, uh, Shachioko Boy, Gamma, Boku R, Shimizu. Since he can't be uh, Raiwitsu Shimizu, he's now <laughs> Boku R instead of Big R. Uh, Punch, Tomonaga, Problem Dragon, Diamante, Hyo, Ho Ho Lun, and Jimmy. 
Well, we know um, Ho-Ho Loon won't win due to the fact that he has to go to commentary, <laughs> thankfully. Um, I don't know. You know where my heart is, like I just said, Iowan Nabe, uh, but I, I don't foresee him unless, again, maybe he's the one to challenge Akuda if he, you know, retains against a fellow R.E.D. member, uh, Kaito Ishida there. But uh, if we're going to be honest, this could be tough. Uh, but, you know, maybe if you get Shimizu, depending on what character he's going to be now and the appearance, uh, is Diamante even going to be, you know, healthy for this? Uh, uh, Diamante is officially back for this match. I've okay. seen people say something where Diamante then asks for a title shot since he lost his Triangle Gate championship. Yep. Without, um, you know, him being Without in the losing match. it. I've also heard that uh, Diamante, that maybe Diamante comes out and asks for a match with Ultimo. Ooh, interesting. The one that I think is going to happen is if he wins this battle royal, I think this will tell what may happen with the main event. But okay. I could see Bokuar Shimizu winning and then demanding a title match against Eita. So I think if Shimizu wins we may see eight to beat Shun Skywalker. Because, yeah, he's got no beef with, with Skywalker in the aspect, mm-hmm. too. You know, like you said, he can finally, after the, uh, you know, after since the uh, the gimmick cage match, well, Dangerous Gates? Was that what, that one? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was one when so, uh, Bigar got jumped out. You know, out. with the aftermath of, of Dangerous Gate there, you know, and, and the humiliation, you know, after that... Uh, that would, you know, plausible storyline wise. Because I don't think sense. they cool him off that hard. You but know, do you, you give Shimizu, I mean, do you give him the title then, you know, in the match with Aita? Because he's got to get that win. He's got to get no, that glory back. I think if Aita is going to lose, it's going to be to Shin Skywalker. Okay. Because you you watch after that KZ Aita match, when he showed up on that stage, the the clap crowd had people in the crowd gasping. <gasps> and there aren't a lot to do that. <laughs> like, there was a vocal noise when yeah. he got in the face of Ata. Like, people were literally jacked. I'm pretty... Well, he was literally jacked. Yeah, oh, uh, my God. Jim Skywalker? Again, from that uh, Canelo Tainted Meats, uh, you know, factory there down in Mexico. But I, I will say... <laughs> Canelo. Uh, with, with, uh, with Skywalker... Oh, my God. I, I don't know. I, I just think it's too early to take the title off Aita, but then, again, maybe Aita's not the guy that, you know, needs a championship. Yeah, maybe it was just Aita was the placeholder until Shin came back. But then so what's your give... long-term goal with the leader of R.E.D.? He'd be fine. Aita. If ultimately you're just doing this, the Shin Skywalker run the same as you did the Ben K route to test it out, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And then Naruki Dori wins the title back in like March for like five months. <laughs> he wins it back at Final Gate in December. <laughs> yeah. So Diamante, that'll be interesting. You know, like you said, I was possibly. Just so so we're gonna have Shin Skywalker win the title, and then he's gonna lose the title at Final Gate to the one and only Dragon Daya. <laughs> I knew you were going that route. You son of a bitch. I knew it. I knew it. Um, then we have uh, Maharaza Mahara Mahara Isapa Genki Horiguchi and Ryo Saito. <laughs> wow! I like him. 
That is just Dragon Gate. I'm looking or, at my notes. I'm like, I don't see that word anywhere in this tag <laughs> match. Uh, they're taking on Takato Kame and Maduko Kakuda. Maduko wow. Kakuda, 19 years old. Takato Kame, 20 years old. They're this winning this match. going to rock, by the yeah. way. And yeah, they will win this match. For sure. And, and this is where Dragon Gate goes. We have young studs. We're not afraid to push them. No, every the company's afraid. We will them and Kabune before he he you know went with Red. Again, there's the last six months has been them beating all these you know veterans. Yeah. You know? This Everyone is over the age of twenty two. You know, in Dragon Gate. So I mean, yeah, they they definitely have. Uh, they're they're all in with with these young guys. Yeah, this is gonna rock. Um, eight man tag: Ultimo Dragon, Masaki Mochizuki, Don Fuji, and Taru. Ugh, Taru fucking blows. <sighs> I apologize for everyone seeing Taro because he sucks. Uh, against Susumi Yokosuka, who's one of the greatest ever. Yasushi Kanda, Kness, and Taro no, uh, Nohashi from Michinoku Pro. I mean, also a dragon team's winning. I don't think there's any... We're, we're not going to see Yasushi I'm only Kanda. watching this for Susumo. <laughs> yeah. Kness is going to take a pin. Uh, Taro Nohashi from Michinoku Pro might take the pin. So Sergio Kosu is going to come in and throw some some lariats. Yep. But this match, I don't care. I'm, for those of you who are listening who have never seen Taro before, I apologize that you're going to finally see Taro tomorrow because he's just I don't is think he, he's that good. Is he kind of like Man Taro? <laughs> he's better than Man Taro. <laughs> we'll see you next I, week, guys. Thank you. People just like put over Taro, and I just don't know what. Maybe you know what I'll tell you this. Maybe everyone likes it, and I just don't like Taro. Maybe that's the problem. Is it because you've been Taro feathered before? <laughs> I've just been Taroed of them. I guess is my problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'll let you guys make your own decisions about it. We don't even need to get into that match. F that shit. Uh, I'm all about uh, watching match. some Conda. Dragon Daya and Daya Inferno. I cannot wait for this. Which dragon emerges? This is going to rock. This rock. What's that? Who do you got? Uh, which dragon uh, comes out on top here? I'm going to go Dia Inferno. Okay. To win this match. Show damage. I, I think at final gate or... Well, what am I doing? I need to take this off the screen. because people are looking at my notes. <laughs> Whoops. Um... I think at Final Gate or one of those big Corican shows to like end the year, essentially, I think we're going to see um, him get unmasked and Dragon Daya wins that mask. Okay. And if you remember the Mochizuki Dojo kids, Kota Minora is in a tag title match. Kaisuke Okuda is in a Brave Gate. Yuki Yoshioka has not been on TV anywhere. I think that's Dia Inferno. That's ooh okay. So I think I think what's going to happen is they're going to go to a Placeless match, and it'll be uh, basically mask versus mask, and Dragon Dia wins it, and they unmask Dia Inferno, and it's Yuki Yoshioka, and it's like oh shit, it's Yuki Yoshioka. <laughs> like I, it might be a little excessive, but I could see that happening. I that, that's a lot of unmasks, and I applaud you for that. Or he unmasks after winning, and they okay. still do the uh, Poistas match. 
but then it's hair versus mask. Okay. And then they shave Yoshioka's head at the court. Wow. Someone must have talked to uh, Vincent Kenny McMahon over at Dragon Gate, which I hope well, they, not. They, look, they're, they're part, they, they have little Mexican uh, uh, wrestling like background. They knew a places match. <sighs> Shout out to Brian Danielson, who said, if I ever come back to wrestling, I want to do a places match. And then WWE was like, God damn it, we'll pay you to not go do the Aplacement match. And then he ended up back in the E. And then we were there like, he goes. yeah. And then everyone was like, oh my God, guys, he's going to have all these epic matches. And we're like, no, he's not. He's going to be dog shit. No, he's yeah. going to be incredible. And then he spent WrestleMania laying on the floor with Shane McMahon. Was that this year? Uh, oh, like yeah, yeah, when he came back, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, I thought it was going to be great. We're like, well, we told you it's not going to be great. You should just listen to us, dumbass. I, I didn't. I, I honestly don't watch watch it anymore consistently or at all for, like, months. So, like, they brought him back recently just to take him off TV again. Yeah, because they had Jay Uso go. I mean, I get it. I applaud him for putting over, you know, younger talent. Like, that's what he wants Uso. to do. But uh, Oops, I, I get you. I understand now. Who's <laughs> Oops, I get you? Like, so WWE what's great? Hey, that was the hell of a wrestling company in the world. Yeah, there's no company that's hornier than WWE. You watch yeah. these WWE shows, and it's just nothing but whispering and yelling at each other softly in each other's ear. Like, hey, you like, too much. Hor- Hell in a Cell was the horniest wrestling show I've seen in years. <laughs> like, like Randy Orton was like, I'm going to make you wish you never came in here with me. Drew, I'm going to make you feel it. I'm going to make you feel it so hard. And I'm like, why are you whispering that to him? You missed such a great opportunity when you said the horniest wrestling show where you should have put Dragon Diet's name. That would have been perfect. Perfect. Time. I just pulled my headphones out. I got laughed so hard. Oh, man. Now I'm going to pull my wedgie out because my ass is hungry. Um, oh. But it's just, like, you watch some of that shit, and it's like, what are you guys, why are you doing that? Like, what? There's no reason you should be doing that. <laughs> the horniest wrestling. Wow. I got to rewatch that. Drew, Drew, I'm going to make you feel it so hard. <laughs> why are you whispering that to him? Randy, stop. Well, Randy Owens is just a horny individual, as, as we all know. <laughs> and, then, and then Drew McIntyre, you think it's funny, Randy? I'm going to make you feel it, too. And I'm like, dude! Tranquilo, man. Tranquilo. I'm going to make you feel it hard, Randall. Fuck. <laughs> this is a horny-ass cage match. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> six... Special six-hand tag match. Naruki Toy, Masada Yoshino, and Toru Uwashi from DDT taking on the Dragon Gate Generation numbers, Yamato, KZ, and Strong Machine J. This is going to rock. With Yoshi Doi, I'm guessing Toru Uwashi takes the fall. Is that fair? Uh, I, I, him or Strong Machine J? If Strong Machine J takes the fall, what does that say about his trajectory in this company? I think they realized when he came back recently, they were like, wow, you got jacked for no reason. Because I don't believe that's the original Strong Machine J. I'm going to go like straight Undertaker. Like there's like been three Undertakers and I'm not talking about SummerSlam 94 either. RIP uh, Leslie Nielsen. 
But <laughs> Strong Machine J in the last show, that was not him. Uh, I love so, how he's like, Strong Machine J is back, and if you look at him, he's been repaired, and he's got new oil, and like he treats him <laughs> like he's a real machine. Like, yeah. No, that, that was just a dude they found in the crowd. They're like, yeah, just put this on. They're like, he's not the scale. They're like, no one will notice. If, I noticed. If he gets the devil windmill on Toro washing, whips him over, you know they have plans to sell him <laughs> with CJ then. Yeah, no, I, you, you're right. Awashi's going to take the fall. Or maybe, I mean, he's on his way out. Maybe Yoshino takes the fall no. against Strong Machine J. No. You got to. If you're whatever high mark, you know, on the on the ladder that he's at for uh, the board of directors, what is he, the creative guy, right? That's your Sheena? Dragon Daya! <laughs> I couldn't help it. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's up there. I just, so, I think if, if you're doing anything, you, you have, Toru Washi's the freelance guy coming in. He takes your fall. Nope, Yoshino, I'm calling it. If if you and you might be right, like don't give me like you might be right, but if Yoshino's gonna take a fall to Strong Machine J, wouldn't you save that for a one on one when it means more? Because you're gonna uh, get that into a match. You're gonna put that into a okay. match. Okay, that's what it's gonna fair. progress to. So that's fair. Because he's what maybe got a couple of months. I don't think they have a. I think they're adding time due to. Uh, COVID and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, he, he said but, he's gonna run longer because he got that break with COVID. Yeah, so I mean, uh, why not? You know, again, showcase your 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 younger talent. We're, we're not putting over his case. He's just gonna end up getting the fall and going. How did you guys not see me winning? Like, it's time to go crazy. Uh, now, so we're gonna kind of tie back to what I said earlier. Open the dream. Open the twenty eight title match. Uh, no COVID or yeah, I think BB Hulk and Kai are winning. This is the this is the, just like uh, Will Osprey and Lance Archer at the G1 in Dallas. This is the most obvious answer. As much as I love Kota Minora and Jason Lee during their reign, awesome matches. Hell, I even love Jason Lee's look, his progression into the most emo dangerous man in all the land. Uh, but BB Hulk said, "Hold up, bro." Hold my Hot Topic gift card. I am going to out-emo your ass with my red hair and my menacing smile. And, hey, I'm beholding the guy who broke my freaking neck. I think Akai and BB Hulk are awesome. I love how they're loving each other. I love how this is going to turn into a a batshit feud maybe in about a year. But I think for now we're going to have new Open It to Engage champions. This is my most frustrating match of the night because – I think Kota Minura and Jason Lee are becoming credibly top three of the year. Team. Yeah, a hundred percent. And in any other company than Dragon Gate, I would not have a problem with Hulk and Kai tagging. Yeah. But in a company that's built on continuity and storyline, these guys should be clawing at each other's throats. But they're at that point in their career, the Twilight, if you will, especially, I mean, God bless B.B. Hawk. I mean, it's, it's what is fourth lease in the wrestling yeah. ring. But but I think for them having fun at that last event, realizing, hey, we're, we're a unit now. We can put mm-hmm. that aside if we're going to get some gold. And I, I think they, they will. And I think it'll be a fun storyline because, again, it's going to blow up sooner or later. Yeah. Probably and later. That makes a big difference. If that blows you know, up, because it just 
Dragon Gate's the one, like, if there's one company you wouldn't do a storyline in, this is the one you wouldn't have done that storyline in. Yeah. Any other company, I don't think anybody cares or pays attention. But because this story is so built on, we go from here to here. Yep. Like, this makes no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's over? These guys should be hating each other. But this is part of the reason why I think there's a very good chance that Kaido Ishida takes the title back, because I could see Kaisuke Akuda tagging with Ben uh, K to freshen up the tags. Because that's oh the only downfall, is if you look at Jason Lee and Kota Minora, they don't really have any opponents left. No. And you need... That's, and that's why I think BB Hulk and Yamada, or BB Hulk and Kai win. It's because it's it, they they will have opponents. They will have Ben K and Kaisuke Okuda. They will have things like that. And that's what ties into the main event, which we'll get to in a, in a, in a couple minutes, why I think the title change happens. But I just if, don't think that... Uh, if if that, Okuda and Ben K happen... <laughs> he just showed you his DS that he had. Name that tag team, by the way. What, what is it? The, the Gold's Gyms? Yeah, the Gold Gym membership. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. The next match, I'm going to say this. A lot of people are going to look at this, and I think Iron Mike Spears, who does the Open the Dream Gate, uh, Open the Dragon Gate podcast, might be the only person that agrees with me on this on the internet. But Dragon Gate was founded on having five-star, six-man tag three-ways, where you have okay. three six, three trios teams all in there at once, so nine guys. Their matches are always incredible. This is the one company that can make three-way dances work, especially a six-man tag three-way. Hey, all Japan's getting their title, the six-man title. Are they? Yeah. I didn't Just see announced. that. Yeah. Shit. This is the first triangle gate three-way dance this entire year. They've never done this yet. Really? There's never been a, a, a three-way with uh, with six-man tags. First time. So we have Takashi wow. Yoshida, Kazuma Sakamoto, and Espy Kento, where Yoshida might be the weak link on that team, but he's still great. We love Cyber Kong. Kazuma yep. Sakamoto, I've been the the uh, the biggest supporter. He's I badass. Love him. Yeah, and Kento Kabute is great. Like, I almost look at which one of the next six guys is going to tap to him in this match. Like, that's how confident Ooh. I am that he's going to win. Yeah. But then we have Dragon Kid, Shuji Kondo, and Kagetora. And then Good Ben one. K, Yoshi, Santa Maria, and UT. And UT is the guy I've been putting over on this show for a while that you just yep. haven't been able to see because he's been gone. He's been hurt. Yeah. This match has the potential to be the best match on this entire show. Wow. Because Dragon Gate does three-way dances with six-man tags, so nine guys in a match. That's what got Ring of Honor famous is when they had the the the, the big six-man Dragon Gate show or match. Okay. This match could be, I, I'm just saying, and I might be <laughs> way, way out of the ballpark. Well, no, they, they, the talent is there. By the end of this match, I think there's a shot that people are going to go, that was that might have been one of the top five matches I saw this whole year. Wow. I really believe that. Because Yosuke Santamaria always is great. 
UT is fantastic. Ben K is fantastic. That Shoot. I think that's your crown piece right there in this match mm-hmm. is Ben K. That's where Dragon all the eyes is one of the masters of the six-man tag. Yep. Kagatora is fantastic. Shuji Kondo is great. I'm so glad he's back in Dragon Gate. But Kazuma has been stupid underrated. And then Kento Kabune is a star. Which the only yep. guy I haven't said is Cybercon. And we like him. Oh. He, he, it's more than worst, like. The no, he's not the this match. He's no, the worst no. guy in this match. Bro, he can throw that elbow better than anyone in that match. Come on. You can't tell me that, that any of the other eight guys are worse than he is. I don't know, UT. Oh, you're going to know, UT. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm going to put There's a reason right. why in the pecking order, he was above T-Hawk. Oh, my God. Okay, now I'm like, where's that eggplant like, picture? He was here and T-Hawk was here. Wow. I'm telling you, man, Cyberkong, who we both love, who we have penned is when you're here, when you wake up, you are <laughs> Cyberkong. It's true. He's the worst guy in this fucking match, and we love him. <laughs> this match is going to be great. Yeah, that's going to be really rad. My God. I can't wait for this. 24 hours tomorrow at midnight to start. Tonight at midnight. Whatever the fuck yeah, you want to call it. Do we get new champs? No. SB Kento's tapping one of these sons of bitches. Okay. And he's wow. going to put him in that sharpshooter and he ain't letting go. They're making yeah. a star out of him. Oh, God, yeah. I'm going to say it's going to be, so uh, it's gonna be Yosuke Santa Santa Maria. Maria that takes yeah. the taps. Yeah. I think you're right. But Yosuke's fan there? Like, this, I'm telling you, man, this match is going to be so good. And, and, and it's got to be good when it's, like you said, and I didn't even put two and two together. I mean, this is the second, you know, event that I can remember, well, back-to-back, where the, the six-man or the open the triangle three-way uh, or open the triangle gate titles is the co-main event. So that's mm-hmm. even more interesting. And and they're not going to put this as the co-main event if it's not going to be good. Or Correct, not yeah. yeah. Like, this is going to get time. Oof. But your main event, shouldn't Skywalker Aita? I, I'm telling you, shouldn't Skywalker's winning this match? I I could see that for the wild factor. I could see that for the big return. He's been gone for, you know, like you said, about a year. Uh, Yeah, he just looked like a freaking, what do you say, star. The crowd popped so hard. Even with how bad the camera angle was showing him walking. It was great when it was, like, dark and you could hear, like, you know, the the crowd, like, saying, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? What's happening? And then the camera just shows right down the ramp, and it's like him shadowed out being this oh, big Hulk. And then you're like, out. what? And then, like, the light comes on. I'm like, damn, if they would have just still kept it to the crowd or to the side and then show him as the light comes on. But that's very nitpicky-ish, but it was still like, oh, shit. Because, again, I was like, that's not that's not my Shun Skywalker. What happened? That guy grew like four inches. What, what's going on? But uh, no, but that was just a great setup. It was, you know, kind of like Sting and Hogan in a way where he just popped out and like, whoa, what's happening? You know, he's coming for your championship, Aita. Aita's throwing a fit, and he's like, what's happening? So it, it's going to be a very interesting main event. I, I'm going to disagree. I think Aita somehow retains because a la the Bullet Club, 
a la a bunch of dick to goes, I think there's going to be heavy R.E.D. interference. But last time he was in a big title match, he he refused it. That Ricky Doy said no. Nah, true. Uh, got Ricardo, back. Uh, Ricardo at Wally Gr said uh, when he when Shin Skywalker reappeared at Gate of Destiny, he looked like a freaking god. Those words, the physique, the crowd excitement, the presence. It's all there, and I'm ready for Ata's transitional run to be over and crown Shun as the new Dragon Gate champion. <laughs> I just, I don't... I, they did this at Kobe World last year with Ben K. At Kobe World, if you look at the history of the main events, the face wins every time because True. this company loves to send the fans home happy. They sure go home, yep. And if Ata beats Shin Skywalker, say Ata does retain, here's the other thing that makes me think he's losing is, okay, he beats Shin Skywalker. Well, then what? Oh, Who's next? next? Yeah. That, that, I guess Yamato... Yoshino, he gets the last title defense, you know, title chance. And that's why I think Shin Skywalker wins. Yeah, because I think Ben K is going to be tied up with the, uh, you know, the the six way or the six man. Or Ben K and Kaisi Okuda are going to go for the tag titles. Yeah. Oh. So that that's the only reason I say that. I just I think Shin Skywalker wins. And as much as I don't want Ata to lose, I don't think he's I, I don't think Shin's losing. You don't do that Transitional. A, yeah, you don't do that big of a yeah, spotlight. Unless Ata kicks I I just see Ata. some interference bullshit just like the last match. You know, uh, that that's all I see. <laughs> um we have a couple things to still talk about, right? What do we what else we still got? We still got full gear to talk about. And we have DDT's ultimate party. We have full oh my year God. ultimate party. Yep, we still have those two to talk about. Um, real food. quick. Thank you. Damn, look at this man getting fed like a god over here. Like a god. Damn, Daniel. Punk ass bitch. I don't even know what it is, but it looks delicious. I'm, I'm over here like scrapping for like crumbs on my table. Um, yeah, but you got I'm peanut gonna... butter. No, they're gone. Oh. I only bought five of them. <laughs> um, I want, I'm going to play a real quick video. Uh, yep. We'll take we'll take a short intermission here. We'll come back. Sweet. And we, have, we have full gear. And we have to talk about uh, DDT. DDT so we, we got to talk those two. I'm going to play this awesome Walter versus Shuji Ishikawa video that Nick Karen made for our last pay-per-view. Uh, so take a couple minutes to watch this great stuff, and we'll be right back here with more WrestleCast Radio. That's not what I want, you son of a bitch. There it is. <laughs> I'm going to eat all awkwardly.
I think my favorite part about that was when Alex decided to uh, slide down on his couch to hide from the video, even though we weren't actually on the screen because I was playing a video. Yeah, I realized that when I put on the uh, Twitch gimmick. <laughs> oh, we're back on. Damn it. I was all like, oh, I, this is an awesome video, by the way, but I have a few questions for you. Okay. Who wins in a Krunoff? Walter. Or Shuji Ishikawa. The hell's a Krunoff? Is this like a, a Shabbat? A Krunoff. You know, Shuji Ishikawa. Spoiler alert, we saw an appearance with him, and he came down to the ring singing. Yes, he did. <laughs> so is that, is that a, a sing-off? Yeah, sing-off, essentially, yes. Ooh, Shuji Ishikawa, man. He's got he's got the soul of a, of a god. <laughs> <laughs> Who wins or in a tag match? Violent Giants or Ring Comp, Timothy Thatcher and Walter. Oh, now that's a tight one. I'm going to go. Make that I'm video. Ring, I'm going to Ring Comp. Oh, God. Who takes the pinfall? I don't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Does Suwama just like fall out like he did during the. Uh, <laughs> During the uh, carnival, as he kept like just falling after getting Irish whiffs, like every shout, other match. Shout out, by the way, on Wednesday on our special mid quarter summit, Shotaro Ashino defeated Walter in two minutes and 27 seconds Whoa, when he got him in a side man. headlock on the ground and injured Walter to the point from a headlock they stopped the match. Holy shit. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. We didn't, wow. it everyone just said they're like, Walter yeah, was like, like twenty-seven and one, and Ashina was like, "Fuck you." He's Walter gonna have a big twenty-twenty-one. Loses the title, new champion Shatero Ashina. Next Friday, nice. we'll see what goes on with that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like flabbergasted. Wow, he lesnared the situation. That's crazy. Oh, that is crazy. You know what else is crazy? DDT Ultimate Party uh, having a a a fall festivity, if you will, over in Japan here. 
I thought there was a, you know, not having watched DDT in a while. God, has it been since Peter Pan? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I mean, I think we, we kind of jumped in here and there with some stuff because we watched the, um, uh, <laughs> Asta Manana. He's giving a boy over there. I am eating kielbasa. <laughs> um, it was uh, they had that tournament. Did we watch that tournament? Yeah, because uh, Yuki Ueno, I think, won it. Oh yeah. No, no, uh, Endo won it, and then he chose Yuki Ueno, I think. No, Yuki Ueno won it because Endo lost in the first round, and then he got back in with the battle royal. Man, seems like DD two. That's why I was like, man, I want to watch more DD. Oh no, we watched the uh, the summer show. Yeah, summer adventure or whatever it was. Yep, Something. yep. Yeah. So we did. We we watched it recently. But uh, speaking of recent, my guy, especially from the uh, DDT weekly shows that they've had uh, since the COVID break, uh, Kigo Nakamura uh, starting off uh, in the. Uh, Darker match, if you will, against a Hideki Akatani. Oh, uh, you know, foes for sure. But uh, Kigo Nakamura, uh, I'm kind of bummed that uh, he didn't get the win here. You know, he's having, yeah, he, he had some really good matches out. there. Uh, but <laughs> I love the excitement. I love the drop kicks. I love the screams. Kigo for life. And, and we got to see Kigo Nakamura later in the show, too, which was pretty Oh, good. yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, the weapons rumble. <laughs> Um, Can't wait to get into that. Now, I didn't see the second dark match there. Um, let me pull up my uh, my. Set. I was just trying to pull up some of the uh, the transcript. Uh, Hoshitago and Hiroshi Yamato um, took on Mizuki Watase and Yuki Onaya. I went one and three quarters, and the winner was someone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember who won. Hoshitago is the guy from like Argentina in the genie pants that you hate. Oh, so good thing I didn't watch this yep. match. And then Hiroshi Yamato came out with uh, Daisuke Sasaki as part of Damnation randomly really? at the end of the show. And then Mizuki oh, Watase. Yeah, yeah. And I, it kind of bummed me out because I really like Mizuki Watase and Yuki Onaya is not bad. Oh, um, but it didn't do it for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even remember who won. I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> Did lead us into Mao, Shun Makatsumata. Mao gets the win. I went three and a quarter. I uh, wanted to like this match more uh, going in because yeah. I was looking forward to a four and a half to five star banger, especially opening up a car. Mao's return. Hell, even uh, Shun Makatsumata cutting the hair there, you know, sporting a new look, especially since summer vacation. Uh, Mao putting highlights in his, so it was different looks for everyone. Uh, but it's what we expected. We got the Lego bats. We got, you know, tubs of Legos, you know, exploding everywhere. You know, it was fine, but it just seemed too short for me. Yeah, I wanted a lot more. Uh, you know, he does, uh, Mao, of course, does the, uh, the 720 springboard, you know, off the ropes to get the victory against Shuma there. But uh, I, I just... Like I said, wanted maybe about five to seven minutes more, was, you know, especially with Mao. It started ramping up, and then it just stopped. Yeah. It, and it, you're it like, was just like, why was that only eight minutes? Why was yeah, the Kigo like, Nakamura match longer? You you were starting to get going, and then he's just like, let's get to the next one. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Glad we cut time for Dan Shokotino and Akito. 
what was the corner. up? Uh, the the yeah. mouth guard, uh, the flatulence. Gets the victory with a figure four kiss. Yeah. You want that lovey dovey, that kiss kiss. The whoever <laughs> smelt. I, I like to call this the whoever smelt it dealt it match because since, you know it had to do with uh, Dino's uh, shitting his diaper as we saw later on, and then putting Akito's head into said diaper or near it. Very uh, what you expected, but a little uh, off the cuff, too, in a way. But uh, it it was just something I would never watch again, let's say. Yeah, I was just like, well, I'm glad this happened. (laughs) And this this was kind of my thing with the whole show. Like, it was good, but I'm just, nothing like, nothing wowed me. You move to the next match. Um, It was a uh, multi-man match, a (sighs) rocking Toru Washi, uh, Naimo Yoshimura, and Kazuki Arata, uh, Naomi Yoshimura, uh, took on Mad Pauly, El Lindemann, and Noble Hero Shimatami, which took on Super Sasnago Machine, Makoto Ishii, and Antonio Honda. I gave it a gentleman three because I like Eruption. But yeah, Eruption sucked. Did, did, did anyone care? I was looking forward to this match in a way where, you know, nothing, you know, I knew it wasn't going to steal the show. Uh, but, you know, again, liking everybody in this match, let, let's say, except Super Sasadango Machine, even though he was trying to pull a one-up on uh, on the damn hearts there as he showcased his Amanda Pauly, uh, uh you know, face paint. But, um, yeah, this, this didn't do too much for me, you know, as well. You know, it was fine. Horada being pissed at the end, that was a little something different. Uh, and then yeah. some people came in and challenged, and that was that. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it was whatever. It was whatever. It sucks <laughs> to say that. It's just, it was speaking whatever, man. Of, speaking of whatever, uh, the Extreme Title Weapons uh, Rumble, these are usually a lot of fun. A lot this time, though, just seemed to be about exposing the other Two opponents. stars. Two stars. A lot uh, shorter uh, than normal. Shinya Takagi wins by having Shinya Aoki's ex-wife um, talk shit to him, and then he just cried, and then he got rolled up and lost. It, yeah. it was cool when Kaigo Nakamura came out as a weapon, but then Hokuto Omori came out to counter it. And then Ronald then McDonald's just, came out. Oh, uh, uh, The uh, pixelated screen. When, when they Mach- showed the pixelated Dino and uh, who was and it? Uh, yeah, and Yeah. And then there was the pixelated was uh, Saki Akai yeah. was on there. <laughs> And, I mean, it was kind of funny when Maku Donoratu came out and he was just ready to start fucking someone in the ass. I can't believe I just said but, that, but if, that was a thing. But if you're not, you know, looking at the English, you know, subtitles or anything like that, you're not going to know that Aoki went through a divorce and this was all about that and Takagi yeah. going through the same thing, so. Yeah, it was, it, this was dumb. I didn't like yeah. it at all. Um, Again, something I was looking forward to. Uh, Sima Shoma defeated uh, Haramara Fuji. I uh, went three and a half on this. Soma Takao via hit, hits his driver on Hiroshima. I thought this was a great tag. I, I was like, okay, this is fun. This is really good. It was a nice uh, breath of fresh air. Yeah, Shima Takao. I, I love the matching gear held by both Shima teams. Shima Soma, you know? baby. <laughs> Mara, uh, Mara Shima, I should say. You know, even they were trying to uh, kind of get their gimmicks aligned, but uh, yeah, I, I thought this was a, a, a pretty good match, you know, good, you know, kind of strong match. Uh, nothing too spectacular, though, in my, 
my in my eyes, I should say, but this was, you know, one of the better matches on the cards, you know, thus far, um, yeah. as we saw. So, uh, and, and like we we're saying, you know, a good, easy watch, even though the runtime on the screen shows over five hours, you were right. It was about three hours of, of pure wrestling time. Uh, and this match, again, was off the charts, but again, just seemed too damn quick. Uh, as Chris Brooks loses the DDT Universal title against yeah. new champion Yuki Ueno, but we're not mad at that result. Yeah, no, no, this is fun. A lot of inventive stuff, a lot of random cutters, as we expect from Chris Brooks. Uh, Brooks, you know, getting agitated, you know, not being able to put Ueno away, but uh, you know, just hitting that up with that wicked finisher. That what what do they call WR Unlimited? Uh, mm-hmm. Looks insane how he uh, does that move, but of course. Chris Brooks is going to make you look good. Yeah, that that was a fun match. I went three and a half on there too, and and part of me feels like I might have went a little low, yeah. but I I I did like it. I thought it was really good. And give it five minutes, five minutes more. Yeah, I, I think more. I think they started racking it up. The one thing I do like is how they showed uh, Naomi Oshimura, who was kind of like down in the dumps, that Yuki Ueno won after they were. You know, arguably the tag team of the year with Nautilus. <laughs> and yeah. he's just kind of like, oh, he just won a singles title. Yeah. So I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I was like, all right, that's a, that's a nice little, uh, that was a nice little ode, because maybe they have Naomi Oshimura turn on. Ooh. But Yuki Ueno, I mean, he could he can get some good matches, you know, if they decide to keep the title on him, which I, I hope they do. Mm, agreed. Agreed. So that was fun. Um, uh, you, what do you think of the semi-main event? I went three what? and three quarters. Angry Dad versus the uh, the guy who looked up to him, uh, Jun Akiyama, making uh, Takashita the the face of DDT there, making him tap with that crazy, like what headlock submission yeah. bulldog gimmick, uh, just making Takashita uh, tap out. <coughs> part of me, which I was very very surprised. Good match, stiff as you expected, you know, in a way. Uh, but this was essentially exploders and Germans. Germans yeah. and exploders, lariats and strikes. And I was fine with that. I loved the time. I liked Dude, the Akiyama pacing of the hard. match. And, and Akiyama looked great. And, and I don't know what they're, they're going to do with Akiyama, you know, in the next year. Of course, you know, he's here to stay with DDT. Uh, but I, I like where this feud is going. If that is the the conclusion, I'm fine. But then what does this mean for Takashita? Now he's at that crossroads, you know, in, in the landscape of DDT. Does he deserve a title shot? Maybe not. Where does he go? Does he, you know, go tag route? Does he do something else with the, his all-out brethren? Um, but it just seems like he hasn't been the same since the uh, Yoshihiko feud. And I love the, the lead up video was him like murdering and getting murdered by Yoshihiko. And then it's just Akiyama sitting on like his porch drinking tea yeah. and shit. He's like, you know, I did this and that. And then it's Yoshihiko putting blood all over Kanosuke Takashi. It was so, it was so over the top different that I, yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, Man, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Here's the thing: is it doesn't hurt Takashita whatsoever. No. Junakiyama is is such a great coup to have to that portion of your company that 
I I like it, and I wasn't mad about it. I was like I said, I went three and three quarters. That and was you can revisit that. What's that? No, and I was gonna say you can revisit it down. You know, six months down the road, say Takashita's on the road back. He's like, hey, I need to mm-hmm. be you, Juno. You know, Akiyama, and I think that could build something. You know, into a future matchup again. And it was a, it was a, a performance that Jun Akiyama hasn't had in a long time. Okay. Like, huh. Because you watch the all Outside Japan of a champion carnival match. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of Jun Akiyama just kind of um, hanging in there and doing things. <laughs> hey, what's the craziest spot you ever witnessed in person? Besides the ones where you had someone get dumped on you that you mentioned before. So you're probably talking about Brian Danielson jumping on me. Uh, Alex, do you have a, a crazy spot? Also, um, Light Studio, thanks for the follow. Appreciate it, man. Thank Good you, thank you. I, I don't know. Uh, being, being there in person, seeing Punk do this to uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, you were at Punk Cena. Why right. was there right. at second row? Like, there was nothing like that. The the aura of that match of that night was just uh, fantastic. But the craziest spot I think I've seen in person, probably the Dick Druids at All In. Um, with That was weird. And then for them to be utilized in the match, for, for them to make them a, a huge focal point in, in the uh, hang, that was, was that a hangman page and uh, Joey Ryan? Who was all involved in that crazy? No, it's hangman page and Joey Janela. Yeah. And for, it was just nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah remember, the remember Adam thing. Page killed, killed Joey him. Ryan. That's right. So, I mean, That's for that happened, like, that was just. <laughs> To see the audience and hear the audience with us being there was was so insane, and I was like, I can get behind this. Like that's you know one of the times where it just made my smart ass just say, dude, it's pro wrestling. Just enjoy it for what it is at this moment, and and I let myself go. And you know why I like DDT now from you know you showing me this years ago. I'm like, what are you having me watch? What's a you know there's you know. Sh- uh, Dino and you know all his craziness and and what have you and and Legos and totes exploding but uh, <laughs> the, the Dick Druids was was pretty freaking nuts but seeing the Rainmaker again in person uh, that's a pretty cool spot too. Oh, you got to say again when I was like, oh my god, I finally get to see him, him versus Marty Skrull, and then it's like, all right, cool, I got to see him in Tokyo though because yeah. I was so jealous before. But, he but lost. I've never seen Liger, never seen Liger. I did. Oh, shut up, Dave. Against the goddamn war dogs. <laughs> he was teaming up with Demtris. <laughs> yeah, Demtris and Jushin Liar against the war dogs. Yeah. Who were the war dogs? The war dogs were fucking. Uh, oh, God. It was, I don't um, think it matters. Will Ferreira and. Rhett Titus. Wow, that's horrible. <laughs> I stopped talking. Good night, everybody. Yeah, I, I'm over that. <laughs> yeah, it was it's been Rhett a, Titus. a long day at work. Rhett <laughs> Titus, that was the thing, huh? Yeah. Main event, oh, as you God. said, uh, Tetsuya Endo defeats Daisuke Saki. It went four and a quarter. 
Um, I say that in a good way because normally these DDT main events, you're like, holy shit, match of the year, and this wasn't that. But I really enjoyed it. <laughs> like, it was, well, yeah, I mean, I mean the chemistry's there, obviously. You mm-hmm. know the the whole you know first quarter of the match, or I would say even third of the match, is them you know countering each other's moves because they know each other so well because their damnation. Uh, which I'm fine with. And, you yeah. know, once it ramped up, you know, of course, uh, you know, Sasaki getting his ass kicked. But when you're pedigreeing, you know, uh, the champion on the apron and then just, you know, beating the shit out of him even so more, nasty. you're like, okay, I, this is where it's going to pick up. And, you know, the the stipulation, of course, was uh, if Endo wins, uh, Sasaki then would retire. You know, he would leave uh, – which promotion DDT and uh, you know essentially you know create that storyline of course that all goes the way of the G1 of 2020 <laughs> and uh, you know they, they go on to this long you know banter hey you're great I love you uh, I have to retire no you don't uh, you know just be the new sign guy we're going to start <laughs> you at the bottom so you know it, it works what it was I love how they had the credits after the event as well. And then, you know, it shows them, you know, post credits walking down the hallway side by side as brothers do. Yes. Even <laughs> brothers fight. And, you know, of course, uh, Sasaki trying to grab the big, uh, the big check and then no swipes it back, you know, it just shows the uh, wonderfully toxic relationship of your two leaders, or I should say now one leader of damnation. Oh, it's so fun, man. I'm, I'm glad that it went the way it went. And I love how Endo's like, well, you know, it is what it is. And, and uh, he's like, but you shouldn't retire. And he's like, but I already said I'd retire. And he's like, no, we can just forget that stipulation. <laughs> he's like, but I retired. No, it's okay. Okay, well, I unretire. Now I want to fight and beat up every Daisuke or every Sasaki <laughs> in all of wrestling. Which of the yeah. next show, he's going to face Daisuke Sakamoto in a, in a tag match. I'm trying to find what? that card here. What's been the running joke that I've been doing through Texas? Like if I've watched a Puro show before you, what's always been the running joke I text you? Oh God, tell me because I don't want to fail you. Where I'm always like, uh oh, and then don't forget when Sakamoto did the run in and cost so and so the championship. <laughs> and I remember you were like, dude, I was waiting for him the whole time during the main event. I was like, oh, I forgot I told you that. So uh, yesterday they did the DDT Damnation Illegal Assembly Returns Volume 2, the Daisuke Sasaki 15th anniversary, which the main event was the Daisuke Contra Daisuke match. And <laughs> Daisuke Sasaki and Shuji Shikawa took on Yuko Miyamoto from uh, Yankee Tukenju, the guy with the Yakodama, yeah. and Daisuke Sasaki in the main event. Really? It went to a 30-minute draw. Oh, spoiler. I was about to say, I would watch that. Yeah, I think that's fun. Um, Basara, by the way, today has their uh, uh, Seven Fox Prince Basara 140 show. Uh, So Ishikawa just freelancing? He can do whatever he wants? I think he just doesn't care. <laughs> also today is DDT TV show part twelve, Makoto Ishii against Hideki Ogatani, the Playfulness series Act Two with Denshoko Dino versus Gorgeous Matsuno, Tetsuya Endo and Daisuke Sasaki taking on Antonio Honda and Kaigo Nakamura. That's the Sonic Club stepping together. Kanosuke Takashita, Shun Makatsumato, Mao and Yuki Ueno against Harashima, 
Toru Owashi, Chris Brooks, and Yuki Onaya. In KOD's six-man titles on the line, eruption against Akito, Kazuki, Hirata, and Shota. Ooh, does Hirata turn on Akito? I want to see you go. I want to watch you go. go man, go, he was so go, pissed. Go. So pissed. <laughs> he just wanted to jam, man. I want so to watch you go. Also during uh, DDG Ultimate Party, they announced the uh, the blocks for the uh, Grand Prix participants, which yeah. will be starting in a few weeks in the A block. Of course, we got Kanosuke Takashita, uh, Hiroshima, Daisuke Sasaki, Yukio Sakaguchi, Akito Mao, and Chris Brooks. And then in your B block, Tetsuya Endo, Katsusura Higuchi, Soma Takao, uh, Makaro Yoshi, Yuki Ueno, uh, Shumo Katsumoto and Uncle June Akiyama. Yeah, pretty stacked uh, blocks there, sir. What do you got? Night one, we get Kanosuke Takashita and Daisuke Sasaki, which is going to be awesome. We get Hiroshima, Chris Brooks, and we get Akita Mao. And then the B block, we get Endo and Uncle June. Kazusana Hoguchi, Yuki Ueno, and Makoto Oishi, Shumo Katsumoto. That's the weak match of it all. What? <laughs> and then, then you come back the second night, uh, Kanosuke Takashita and Akito, all-out explosion, Daisuke yep. Sasaki Mao, Yukio Sakaguchi getting in there against Brooks, Endo Katsumata, Higuchi Oishi, and Soma Takao Yuki Ueno. This 14-man DDT deal is so flipping stacked. The weak link of this entire tournament has got to be Makoto Oishi. Yeah, oh, and yes. That, and, like, that's not even that, like, that's not awful. No. And some might even say Katsumata, and I would even, you know, disagree with that. Oh, I'd tell him to kiss my ass. <laughs> I mean, look, look at this. Katsumata, I just think there's no Tanaka. There's no Masada Tanaka, who was your champion for almost six months. That's because he's in the All Japan he's Tag He's in the All Japan Tag, yep, exactly. Yeah, him and Tajiri. Which is... They came out to the uh, ECW on TNN theme last show. Did they the really? Yeah, the Corican. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> They're putting it over. That's like, cool. But I mean, um, Kanosuke Takashita, Daisuke Sasaki, they're both great. Hanashima, Chris Brooks, they're both great. Akito and Mao, they're both great. Yuko Sakaguchi, he's great. Yeah. Endo and Junakiyama, they're great. Kazusada and Gucci, Yuki Ueno, they're great. Shunma Katsumata, Soma Takao, they're both great. The only one I'm not saying great to is Makoto Oishi, and that's because he fell down the stairs at Peter Pan because he's Dino's friend. <laughs> but even uh, so, even so, you know, we talked about what we thought the Champions Carnival was going to be, and it was a little bit of a letdown. I get that. Yep. G1 we were really excited for, but it was kind of a little bit of a letdown. I'm not going to lie. Noah's Edwin Voyage was might have been the best bell to bell of all of them. But it was so shallow that it kind of was like whatever. This field and the deal, this might be the tournament of the year. Oof. Is that going to be a new I, category for the WrestleCast? Uh, oh, man. Who had the best tournament? Shit. That's awesome. Because we also got to do best cinematic match. Okay. It was going to go to Stadium Stampede. <laughs> Do we, can I just hang up on you? <laughs> um, so we have about 15 minutes until we get booted off here. Uh, technically, 45 minutes. 
Oh, we do have 40 off. I've read that wrong. Um, I just want to run through this real fast. We still have, what, full gear to do? Yes. I just want to run through this real fast because this is gonna this is happening tomorrow. Uh, but the only problem is they don't show live shows. It comes on demand. Eight matches. This, it's at the Sendai Sun Plaza. This is going to be a really, really good show. Five title matches. Uh, we have Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and yeah. Double D, the the idol girl that is not known yet, taking on yeah. Natsuko Tora, Shaki, uh, Saki Kashima, and Rina. Oedo Tai versus the idol group that Tam Nakano and Mina Shirakawa are running. This is yeah. the start of Yeah, I love you, Mina. Joins them girls. Uh, then we have Starlight Kid, Riho, and Hanan taking on Saya Kamatani, Hina, and Lady C. Another six man. And then as we get to a special singles match, we have Himika, the Jumbo Princess from Dona Del Mondo, taking on the True Heart Momo Watanabe. Ooh. But now we just have title matches. High speed title match. Uh, Go, uh, Goken Death, who used to be Death Yamasan. Death! Death! Death Yama Death! That shit. <laughs> Uh, taking on the high-speed champion, uh, Azumi, who's fantastic. She's the Queen's Quest commander. Future stardom title match, we have the Machu Gorochan herself, Saya Ida, taking on the strong girl, Micah. Micah is tremendous. That's going to be really good. She's working Dona Del Mundo. Big three on this card, we have the world-class herself, Siori, also representing Dona Del Mundo, taking on the top Fulcan Gaijin B. Priestley for the SWA title. Is she going to have a 10,000-pound watch? Um, she might, or like a Ooh. bracelet. Bracelet, yeah. Top two matches, though. My God, we got the submission sniper, Konami. I love Konami. She is so good taking She's on pretty nice. my, my future wife, Julia, for the Warrior of Stardom title for the white belt. And then in our main event is the... Um, the five-star Grand Prix winner, the new era herself, Utami Hayashi Shida, taking on the icon of stardom, the ace, Miyu Iwatani, for the Red Belt Wonder of Stardom title. This huh. stardom show is going to be goddamn awesome. Yeah. I can't believe there were more matches before you said the two, uh, the two main events there. I'm like, <laughs> what? There's more? Um, I mean, that's a con. I would, that, that might be a show I I, I, I probably will check out. Yeah, so I mean, Julia Konami, uh, Mayu Iwatani, and Utami Hayashishida, B Priestley against Siori should be great. Momo and Himika Azumi is in there. Micah against Saya Ida, the two six man tags. Do I watch that over night one of Best of Super Junior slash World Tag League? The way these shows on the 15th go for me is Kobe World, Stardom, New Japan. Whoa! Yeah, because it's just the World Tag League. Yeah, this Stardom show is, if it wasn't for how great Dragon Gate is booked for Kobe World, this Stardom show is going, I'm going to to make a proclamation that this Stardom show will be in my top five shows of the year. Wow. You're calling it right now. Yeah, and that's, I'm, I'm calling it just based off of the potential of what this could be. Okay. I, I so, truly think this is going to be a great show. Because there's, there's not a bad match. There's no I bad mean, match. There. No. 
Can't do they have they ever done champion versus champion? Is it building to a Julia Iwatani type of match or not Julia now? Peter like I mean, it, do, what's their big mania? Is that coming up soon or do you wait off on that again? Um, I think Cinderella is their big one. They already did that. Okay, so it's not but something I mean, probably in their plans. Off- Mayu's coming off a fantastic match against Takumi Aroha that I'm going to send to you, uh, which you didn't hear. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to get, like I, I said, I got some to send you. That was what I said. Mayu Iwatani coming off a match of the year against Takumi Aroha, which you didn't hear, but I'm going to send it to you. But I'm going to get you some Sardom matches, but I'm telling yeah. you, man, this show... As somebody who follows Stardom, I I only follow Stardom through memes, and I knew seventy percent of the wrestlers you're talking about. Dude, I'm telling you, if you watch Stardom, you would have uh, a different appreciation of maybe this is the the company of the year. I'm just bummed Makito's not in Stardom. That's my only bummer because I love her. I'll, I'll tell you this right now: I'm more excited for anything Stardom's doing than New Japan. Whoa. But they're both Bushy Road, so what's happening? Yeah, well, just the guy, um, the guy in the hat and the glasses yeah, is running um, yeah, better Rose, than Gato. Rossi Ogawa Rossi? apparently yeah. is a better booker than Gato. Oh snaps! You're not going to Japan again. Hell yeah, yeah I'm just not going to somebody <laughs> in the dome. <laughs> what if, what if, when you went back, Yoshihashi was your IWGP champion at that time? Yep. Well, that happened. That means that gummy kicked in. My my pizza's almost out of its way, so thank God. <laughs> they delivered this late. Yeah, they're only, they were only open till one, so I made a I made an audible and called because I really want some damn pizza. So at some point, you may see me run away, and you might have to lean full gear for the closing scene of the show. <laughs> But speaking of full gear, uh, AEW had, I would say, probably their second, if not first, best show of 2020. Of course, Revolution, uh, you know, happened earlier this leap year. Uh, but full gear, man, holy shit. Even from the uh, the buy-ins, uh, you know, with, with Serena Deeb having a really awesome match with Allison Kay, I thought uh, that was a hell of a way to start. Uh, giving them time. Good, man. Very good. I was like, holy shit, where, why did we all sleep on her? And oh yeah, because they didn't have a wrestler when they had one of the uh, best angles that he had in the last decade with the Straight Edge Society. And oh yeah, just because she broke kayfabe, she gets tossed. Just imagine what she could have did with the woman's evolution, revolution, you know, aspect of that. Her, the Bellas, all that stuff. Maybe they would have progressed, you know, that division a little more with someone like her. You know, a good hand, if you will. Do you have any interest in the Bellas saying that they want to make another run and come back and try to win the tag title? Yeah, I don't either. I'm like, I don't care. I It doesn't matter to me, but I, I don't know. I feel like I have a better appreciation listening to all these shows, you know, all the, the Conrad Thompson shows. <laughs> And people giving high regard to Nikki and Brie Bella. I've always, you know, was like, eh, whatever. But for, you know, hearing, you know, uh, you know, the people that have been there from the beginning with them, seeing them progress, I've kind of yeah. turned, you know, a, a different cheek on them. So I'm not 
as against them as I was, let's say, five months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I will say I do think this was the best show AEW did. This In year. the history I, of its company? Oh, okay. okay. Um, I mean, well, it's hard because you count all out that. And that's also biased because we were there. You know, we were at all out doing media. Plus they had so pictures. we have a different take on that than we would these other shows. Yeah. And I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just like me going, my God, I tell you what, that All Japan show that I saw at Cork and Hall was one of the best All Japan shows ever. Well, no shit. I was live for a Kento Miyahara <laughs> title match. Of course, yeah. it's going to be better than anything I've seen. You know, we saw Okada versus Skrull live. We got to feel the emotion when Cody won the NWA title. Yeah. You know, we, we saw the Jericho jump in. So does this count as that or is this different? Is this not canon? Because mm-hmm. then I, I would say I, I like this better than Revolution. I mean, without <sighs> without even talking about it, I went four stars, three and a quarter, three and three quarters, four and a half, two and a half, three, <laughs> four, and then I had a one and a half in there. Which wow, okay. One and a half was me being gracious because this show, for as great as it was, had one of the worst matches I've seen this entire year. Wow, I didn't realize you hated the main event that much. <laughs> no, no, main event I went four stars. I just I skipped over. I'm probably low on the totem pole with this match, but Hikaru Shida Nyla Rose I thought was one of the worst fucking matches I've They just seen don't have chemistry. Year. This has been one oh three God. or four times we've seen them in the ring and it's just they got nothing. Nyla, her, and Shida said I want you Nyla Rose for like months. She said I want to face you and it's just like no there's way better talent like Allison Kay or Serena <laughs> Deep. Just do a champion versus champion match. Hey Thunder Rosa you're going to be on Dynamite anyways. Let's have you face Sakurashita again because they, it's a better option than Nyla Rose. They like barely hit each other for half of it. Their timing was horrendous on it. Like they they mistimed so many things. Yeah. And then there was the random spots on the outside where they were waiting for the, each other to hit them. And then Vicky Guerrero barely swinging a kendo stick. And then Nyla Rose getting into Vicky's <sighs> face and she just stares at her and Nyla Rose goes, Slap me when she slaps her. Like, yeah, it, it, it wasn't even. It's not even the point that she told her to slap her. It's the fact that she was so confused that when nothing was happening, she screams, "Slap mm-hmm. me! Don't! What are you, John Cena? Stop screaming! <laughs> Stop!" <laughs> it, it, this match was dog. It was dog shit. It was. It, so it wasn't. Bad. Yeah. It's. Oh my god! I'd rather watch uh, Big Swole and Britt Baker in a dentist's office than this. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, um, and again, you have those wrestlers at your disposal, and I'm not saying you know you do Baker and 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 Ashita right away, but yeah, it would have been better than seeing them. These two women again, you know, again, it seems like the fourth or fifth time in in the last like year, just way hey, look, too much, way too much. Part of the and thing again, too, they don't have chemistry. And I knew Nyla Rose wasn't winning because. Right now, there is one woman in that division that they can make money on, and that's Britt Baker. Yeah. Like, she figured it out to the point that she can draw money. And it's not going to be against another heel in Nyla Rose. She's got to beat Hikaru Shida. 
Mm-hmm. So I knew I knew Della Rose wasn't going to lose any or wasn't going to win anyway. So not only did I know the outcome, but I'll be right back. Okay. But speaking of, uh, you know, kind of knowing who was going to win, it was definitely the match that preceded it for the AEW TNT Championship. Uh, Darby Allen challenging uh, Cody Rhodes. Yes, the Rhodes name is back in play as Cody has uh, settled with the WWE. Oh, uh, we're looking at Ryan. He's, he's sticking out of his house. Uh <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, that's usually how I enter his house, by the way. I don't go through the front door or anything. I walk down the little hill, uh, escape through some pine trees, or walk through some pine trees, and then go through the uh, the downstairs door. But that's a whole nother story. Um, but uh, why I say we kind of knew, or I kind of knew, we were going to get a new champion. It was Darby Allen had this whole makeshift entrance. He uh, comes in in a, you know, a, a Darby Allen, you know, esque type of vehicle. You know, he's getting driven to the ring. He gets on top of the hood, smashes the window, has this big, you know, grand old entrance. And I was like, oh, they're not going to do something that big for a guy that's going to lose. As I stated, you know, uh, kind of to a few people before watching Pool Gear, I just said, you know, the best thing, uh, you know, for, for this company to, to do is, you know, give Cody – uh, you know, have him make that next guy. And, and that's what I think they did with Darby Allen within this match here, as brutal as it was, uh, you know, in some spots, hell, we saw a crazy crossroads from the top rope there that Darby Allen, you know, essentially got out of. But uh, this was a good back and forth. Of course, they've had a really good feud since the inception of All Elite Wrestling. And I thought these two uh, tore down the house um, you know, of course, Darby Allen getting the uh, the win again, becoming new champion. Um, and Cody Rhodes, you know, I, you know, kind of was expecting a, a turn, if you will. It seemed like, you know, since he's been back after coming uh, off the show heels, he, uh, you know, kind of could be making that turn, if you will. But uh, that did not happen as he showcased Darby Allen with the TNT championship belt, handed it off to him. Gave him his spotlight there, but then again, we get Team Taz to kind of come out and try to settle some stuff there. Uh, Just talking about, as we're saying, you knew Nyla Rose was going to lose uh, her opportunity at gaining the AEW Women's Championship. I said I kind of knew Darby Allen was going to win with that grandioso entrance because, you know, they definitely don't give that to anyone. But some really good spots. Brutal, brutal match as, you know, we kind of expect – with these two, uh, Cody Rhodes, again, u- uh, utilizing his name uh, as he gained that back uh, from the WWE. But uh, I thought this was a, a really good match, good, good transition, and a good person to give the ball to, uh, mm-hmm. especially with that mid-card title. Well, and that's the one thing I'll always say about Cody is, like, where you can tell that AEW's, like, you can tell who books what. You know, you can tell what's a Young Bucks. You can tell what's a Kenny Omega, things like that. You can tell what Cody is booking. And it's always great. Yeah. He just, he gets it. And I wish he could book everything. But he can't. <laughs> That's just the way they do it. But everything he touches is always gold. And I, I knew this was going to be good. They did a fantastic job with it. And it it doesn't hurt that Darby got beat up a little bit after because it's Darby Allen. 
Like normally yeah. you want to give them the shine, but building your opponent with Brian Cage shit cannon like that wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. And no. I think it's going to come down to the point where it's going to be Darby Allen or Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. And Brian, Callage, and Brian Cage is just going to be the muscle because Ricky Starks is just. He's your money, my yeah. dad. Yes. It, it's, it's one of those things where when you see all these guys that come into AEW that get pushed, it's because they can talk. Look at the main event. Why was Eddie Kingston there? Because he can talk. No. Ricky Starks can talk. And they lo- they see that they love that and and, and that's but and that's what the wrestling fans go for. Mm-hmm. It's all about the story. It's all about oohs and the ahs and ooh, you know. Uh, I've been listening to that AEW uh, unrestricted podcast a lot at work, um, and my God, a it's wonderful. Uh, but B, I listened to the Ricky Starks episode recently, and just to hear his story. And, you know, talking about him and his time with The Undertaker, you know, and all this other stuff. I'm just like, wow, gained so much res- more respect for this guy. And, you know, I think he's he's the guy, you know, coming up in year two here with the company that could be, you know, great with the feuds, you know, with Darby Allen, you know, and, and kind of have, you know, as people try to associate with him, have that rise like The Rock did, you know, with, with mm. AEW. He's definitely yeah, Ricky definitely has a it. lot of that going for him. Yeah. You're right, 100% right. But uh, speaking of uh, 100% right, a 100% way to start your show was going to be the AEW World Championship Eliminator Determinant Final Match, uh, where the winner, of course, uh, receives the title shot against AEW champion John Moxley. Uh, of course, this had a wonderful built-in storyline with the collapse, if you will, of Hangman Page's relationship with the elite, of course, meaning Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Of course, Omega and Page were the AEW Tag Team Champions uh, after winning in a, off of the uh, at the Jericho Cruise and uh, having some amazing matches, of course, probably uh, the best tag match of 2020 with their uh, title defense at Revolution against the Young Bucks. Whoa! God damn, this looks good. Did you just get a porn pizza? They they didn't give me marinara. They gave me garlic. Oh, man. God, I can't wait to eat that shit. (laughs) Sorry. Just just sneak off screen. No, but uh, so it definitely (laughs) has that great storyline. Of course, if you haven't you definitely have to watch Being the Elite, a great companion piece to your All Elite Wrestling Wednesday Night Dynamite. I don't mm-hmm. watch Dark. Uh, you know, I kind of watch clips here and there. But, you know, that the, the Being the Elite is just such – it's a must-watch if you're a consistent watcher of Dynamite. Um, I will say uh, with, with that uh, spot, though, they, they've told the brilliant story of the falling outs of Adam Page, Bullet, you know, and and the Bucks and, and, and Omega. Great match. This was a, a wonderful way to open a show. Of course, Kenny Omega getting the win after the one wing angel. Uh but Hangman Page, it, it looked it looked like it could go either way, uh, you know, as you're watching or on paper, but uh Omega was definitely the guy that was going to secure that uh number one uh, uh contender spot there. But uh Really crazy match, really hard hitting. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, lips. <laughs> yes, it is. I just got called out. Is that Papa John's? Look, damn, I got hungry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it Papa is what it John. is. I had to do something. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I got hungry. I, I, 
And look, that's why I try to not make it awkward. I'm like, shit, how do I do this? We've, this is the first time we've ever twitched our radio show in yeah. five years of doing this show. And, and we both got off late. Loki jealous over here. <laughs> you know, we get into hour three, and I'm just like, God damn, I'm hungry. Yeah. I had to get some food. I'm sorry. I'm eating cabbage and kielbasa, so. <laughs> yeah, that's but that's why you're like swolled up. <laughs> Love it. He says that's that's why you're uh, you're the Shuji Kondo of the show. You're the, the Dice <laughs> Wait, what? Sakamoto. There we go. I'll take that for sure. <laughs> Here's the thing I'll say. Oh, too. shut you, up, bro! And I didn't even know that. Uh, I just went on Twitch. What up, uh, Lip Studio? Check it out. <laughs> no, check it out. Facebook. Uh, uh, Rowan did a wonderful uh, 10 song, uh, one song a day for 10 days. Uh, check out Lip Studio over on Facebook. Some wonderful, awesome content there. Yeah. But, uh, but, um, what's Yeah, uh, put it out there, man. If, if, oh, Lip Studio, if you got a plug, put it in there, man. Go ahead. 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was I going to say? Wow. Um, but that's the one thing is, is like, there well, was we're talking no about healthy eating pizza. comparable to, to pizza. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> There, there was no way Adam Page was going to win this match. No. But it was how far... Because you, you lose the story. Him? Exactly, yeah. It's, it's how far could you take him to look legitimate so that in 2021, Omega Page can be your feud. Oof. And that's what that was. Mm-hmm. That's why I think Omega's beating Moxley. Oh, for sure. And I, and I think we go into 2021 with uh, Omega Page as the feud. Do we get? Uh, I, I think it's probably going to go a little. Uh, I think it's going to go a little later. My thing with Omega, what's your thought on the cleaner girls? Is that kind of like? Does that got to go away? I th- I think it's annoying that he had to clarify the North Carolina thing. Yeah. Because like when I, I voices of wrestling, I always get the Twitter mentions, and I'm sure you do too. When they're like, why did this have to be clarified? When Lance Storm goes, I don't understand why Kenny Omega keeps talking about North Carolina because he's the GOAT like Michael Jordan. Why is that so hard? But he still could have did a Winnipeg. He's got the GOAT there, Jericho. No, but 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 that's no, because they're doing the Michael they're doing the Chicago Bulls. I, intro. I get it, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's and now. North Carolina, like, that's what they're, like, why is this so hard for people to comprehend? Everyone, everyone's so Canadians. They're going, damn it. I don't understand what Kenny Omega's doing right now. What is there not to understand? He's being a cocky piece of shit, and he's talking about how great he is. There's nothing to get. He's just doing it. This isn't like a weird, ooh. But it's trying to like a hate cocky. It's just like a, ah, shucks type of cocky. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's going, hey, thank you for trying. I beat your ass so bad, but I <laughs> yeah. think you deserve Like, Sonny Kiss, in one of the trashest matches I've seen in a long time. And I say that because when he threw that knee, Sonny Kiss wanted no part of it. Whatever. It is what it yeah. is. Hits the one of angel. Let me, come here, come here, come here, come here. Raise his Sonny Kiss's arm. Great job. Like, just be, just patronizing him. That's what this is, is he's coming out and he's putting over how he's greater than everybody. And people are going, what's the hidden meaning? Is it a hidden meaning? Why does no. it always be a hidden meaning? He's We're proclaiming not. himself as the GOAT. Yeah. 
Kenny Omega is from North Carolina because that's where Michael Jordan was from. And they're doing the Chicago Bulls intro. I just don't understand how people cannot understand fucking simple pro wrestling. It's not hard. Like, why is this so hard? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just, it just, it throws, it throws. It's no different than, than Kaisuke Okuda and Taito Ishida. I Ashida. think it's, it's I think it's weird for you want me to rematch, well, You have to do the same thing that your opponent did. you got to face me in the opener because I'm going to beat your ass again. It's yeah. just, it's two people who are tougher. It doesn't need to be like, well, here comes Slap Dick and T-Bar and they want to you know, give retribution to you. Like, it doesn't need to be that way. And then you're going to get buried. <laughs> this is Kenny Omega proclaiming himself to be great. And yeah. he's voice he's he's being overly cocky and boisterous and he's over the top with his intro because he thinks he's that good. Why does but he need to me more it's than not that? but it's not over the top of being an elite athlete, no pun intended, as he is. Mm-hmm. It's it's just annoying to the fact where it just seems dumb. Just do something that we're accustomed to in, in the Tokyo setting if you're in that. To me it's comical in a way where it's like I'm watching the room unironically where I'm just like, okay, where it's just like your casual fans not, is not going to get the tongue in cheek aspect of what he's going to do because it's just silly. It's silly, dumb, and it's just silly for your casual viewer, which again, I don't think it works. I think he has to come out to that cleaner ask with the glasses, with the leather coat, that Cobra Sly Stallone look where when I first saw Kenny Omega, I was like, why is he jacking Sly Stallone's Cobra look? You know, mm-hmm. what's this all about? So I think you come out with that. You come out with more smoke. You come out with the toothpick. You come out with the gun and you say, let's go. I'm going to beat your ass because I am that damn good. You don't and, need the and, long Justin Roberts bullshit intro. And to that's me, I just think Justin it's Roberts is doing the Bulls intro. I think they're trying to do that. And and I don't disagree with you. I, I do think it's a little far-fetched. But I also can say I understand that they're just trying – they're trying to make him as over-the-top feeling like he's the greatest thing ever. Like, yeah. they're, they're, they're shoving it down your throat. And people are making like it like – Like you're going to do to that pizza. I'm going. I'm, I when the second we're done with all all AEW, I'm going to do that to the people. But I but I will say, and it's not surprising that they're doing this intro because again, look at the graphic card when they show the wrestler's name. They'll always Agreed. have like a funny quip above their name, where even that's a little annoying. Where but, I'm just but, like, okay. But that's where the problem comes into play is you have all these people going. Mm, North Carolina. Now, he did wrestle a show for uh, New Japan USA in North Carolina. So what <laughs> tie does it have to do with that? Was that because he wrestled Yoshihashi or something? It's like, because we got a bunch of asshole QAnon, you know, conspiracy theorist people that and, think they're and that's cool the problem. because of a YouTube meme bullshit. That's exactly. the society, that's the, the tenth of a society that we're in now. This guy's feeling ridiculous. himself, and he's making it over the top. That's all there is to it. There's no hidden meeting. He's just no. being a giant douchebag. So just uh, that's let him be a douchebag. But yeah, the funny thing is, is, is he's not even being douchey about it. Like he's what just like, he this? No. 
I just say that's his Canadian smugness. <laughs> we know you guys are jerks. Come on. Look, my heel has no off switch. What do you, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I just, I don't understand how people are so. <sighs> because like I was for many Lance, years, I was brainwashed. Lance Storm. Lance Storm is the one who tweeted him today about it. Yeah. Lance Storm tweeted, does anyone know what the North Carolina reference references in Kenny Omega's intro? And Kenny Omega replied, hence the, like, crazy suggestion that it's anything deep. It's just Michael Jordan's from North Carolina. <laughs> like, even he was like, Lance, it's not anything crazy. <laughs> So does that hurt your product when your guy is pulling back seven layers of no, the curtain? It it pisses me off that the fans are just need to try to find so many ways to dive in. Yeah, but this fan is a thirty year old veteran. I'm I'm more okay with Lance Storm not getting it than he's in the business. He he should he get was, it. He should he understand was, the. He's living in Calgary and didn't watch the NBA. Kenny Omega's from Winnipeg. How did he watch the NBA? He He watched the NBA. But he knows who Michael Jordan is, and they told him what his intro was. So how does he? How does Lance Storm not know Mike? He was touring heavy in America during the era and the height of the '90s Bulls. I don't know, man. I just he didn't know. He was, he was like, he was I'm, like sure, I'm sure Don Marie, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Don Marie was, you know, hyping Don him Marie up about some Jordan shit. Tommy Dreamer's kids. Oh my gosh, that's insane. <laughs> that is. <sighs> or no, that's Francine, not not Tommy Dreamer, or not uh, not Don Marie. Francine's the one who married Tommy Dreamer, right? Uh, yes, yeah. No, yeah. Beulah Mead Gillicuddy? Oh, it was it was Beulah, yeah. Yeah. Damn, I got all them chicks missing. I don't know, Shane Douglas franchised all their asses. That's all that matters. Whoa. With a broken arm he had for nine years. He had, who had a longer broken arm, Cowboy Bob Orton or Shane Douglas? Oh, Bob Orton. <laughs> Shane Douglas was like, you're going to get your ass franchised, and he could never bend his arm. <laughs> He's hitting franchise. pitch hole number two over the head and shit. Oh my God. Uh, next match. <laughs> Speaking of watching being the elite, uh, because if you aren't, you don't know the amazing uh, side uh, that we see of John Silver of the Dark Order as he took on uh, Orange Cassidy in a, I would say, a special attraction match because John Silver went hard. He went fast and furious. Orange Cassidy, yeah. of course, doing what he does best. I thought Johnny this was Hungy. a fun match. Uh, but again, I am just a huge mark for John Silver. Uh, Orange Cassidy, of course, getting the win there. Uh, again, fun match. I would rewatch this match again as I would this whole show. Ryan, what are your thoughts on John Silver? I never thought I'd be so into a <laughs> asshole. I never thought I'd be so excited for one of the Beaver Boys to have a singles match on a on an American pay per view. <laughs> but John Silver looked really good. Yeah, I was he, into everything he did. And no, don't get me wrong. Him and Alex Reynolds, they 
they won one of the DDT tournaments in Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. Really? I think 2017, 2018. Good tag team. I mean, that's why they're in all AEW, obviously. They're like Brandon Cutler and Peter Avalon. They're affiliated with the Bucks. They got in there. But John Silver has taken something so simple as being the elite and got himself over to the point that he got a singles match against a guy who just got done against a guy who just got done working a program with Chris Jericho. Yeah. And, and that's a lot about what you can do. Mm-hmm. And that says a lot about what John Silver can really do. And he's, I mean, dude's joked. Yeah. And it was a really good match. Like, I was three and a quarter, I think. It was... Respectable. Yeah, with three and a quarter, man. It was fun. And Orange Cassidy won by doing just enough to win where he didn't make John Silver look weak in the loss. Mm-hmm. Oh, but did everything agree. he needed to to make John Silver look tough in the in the win. You know, so it was fun. It was a really good match. Oh, Gator Golf. That's all I got to say. Um, Shout out to uh, Trent. <laughs> God, that's just so good. Um, no, but I, 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 I mean, I don't know what else I can say. I, this was just a really good match and a fantastic, fantastic show. Uh, speaking of fantastic, depending on what you liked about cinematic matches, we get the Elite Deletion match. Hell, I'll say fantastic. We saw a sighting from our favorite Attitude Era of Vampire that was not Vampiro because I am not a fan. Yes, we <laughs> saw Gangrel <laughs> uh, <laughs> show up in the Elite Deletion match as Matt Hardy took on and ended up defeating Sammy Guevara in the wrestling ring. I forgot if it was inside. No, it was in the, uh, the inside of the, uh, the garage there. Uh, or whatever the hell they called it. But the crazy thing was the fireworks display or shooting fireworks at each other as Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara definitely did. Of course, we got the show or or got to see the Lake of Reincarnation as well as uh, Shane Helms, Gregory Helms. Hell, we all just know him as the Hurricane. Uh, So that was um, uh, some fun, interesting stuff there. Uh, we got Rebby, we got the kids, we got everyone all involved. Hell, we even got uh, the Senor back. I forgot his gimmick, but uh, we got Senor the guy. Benjamin. There we go, Senor Benjamin. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, apologies to Elijah there. Uh, but uh, no, this was, for as cinematic matches goes, it could have been shut that, you know, maybe about five minutes shorter. Uh, but I, I had fun irregardless of that there. Some pretty good, you know, wrestling in between, whether it was outside in a ring or in the uh, the the dome there, their own a Thunderdome, if you will. I just do that on camera. Uh oh. Um, but no, I thought this was fun. You know, it it is what it is. It's not one of the best deletion matches I've seen, but uh, you know, I, I give it three stars, if you will. Um, look, if you like if you like cinematic matches. I can 100% seeing you really like this match as one of the better cinematic matches. I went two and a half. They, yeah. they took some stiff bumps. They shot Roman candles at each other. I thought it was cool that they did, they, they did the callback to when Guevara speared Matt Hardy and he hit the ground and split his head open type thing. They did that with Guevara. Yep. His swanton was cool off the ta- or off the ladder to the table, but I just didn't care. It yeah, was just it, whatever to me. 
Like I said, Brock it could have been shaped out. Cool getting them on the pay-per-view. Yeah, or, I mean, whatever. The fireworks did it for me because I couldn't believe how long that they shot at each other. It was like, holy shit. Speaking of holy shit, uh, MJF is now, as well as Wardlow, are now official members of the inner circle as MJF defeats Chris Jericho. Uh, when Again, what I thought uh, was one of MJF's better uh, examples in the ring. I thought he was all there, of course, with the general like Chris Jericho. Uh, you know, on the other side of the ropes there. I, I thought this was a, a good match, good uh, progression in their storyline as well. Um, I thought this was a lot of fun. Wardlow, uh, he's growing on me. I, I think, you know, the matches that I've seen on Dynamite over the last mm-hmm. couple of months, he's definitely improved from when I saw him at Warrior Wrestling. Of course, you know, that was over a year ago. And, you know, when you're with that crop of talent, you know, you're going to learn a thing or two as well. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I thought this was a really good match. Again, a match or a, a result where I expected, you know, uh, you know, Maxwell Jacob Friedman to pick up the victory. Where do you, what are your thoughts? I think not right away. I think this is definitely going to be uh, a result where they kick Sammy out uh, of the inner circle and somehow, you know, he kind of does that repair to his character, you know, from the outside of the ring with the issues that, you know, he sustained a few months ago uh, and, you know, kind of build him into that guy to take on the inner circle and eventually MJF. But I could see that in the future, but, but not anytime soon. I just, I don't understand the point of MJF just beat Chris Jericho. So why does MJF need Jericho in the group? That's the only thing that hurts me on that. So they could do more musical numbers, It's which I'm assuming since they'll be in Vegas for this upcoming show, uh, we're going to get one or two of those, even though the demo god won't like those numbers. Uh, but uh, hey, I love my shirt. But, it's uh, like, Alex, if you were the leader of Inner Circle and I beat you on a pay-per-view to join the group, what the hell do I need you for? I just beat you. Get the hell out of my way. I mean, look That's at the whole crumb. Look at Bullet Club at the moment. They have like oh, what, four leaders. Ooh, Bullet come on. Kenta sucks. Jay White sucks. No, no, Bullet Club sucks. Not those guys. Oh. Bullet Club sucks. But that's come on, Chase Owens. Just like shout out to Chase Owens who uh, follows the Summit on Twitch, by the way. Damn right. <laughs> um, I was about to say he don't suck. Yeah, no, he doesn't suck at all. I'm gonna mark for him next time he's in there. I just, <laughs> I don't see. Why having him beat Jericho is beneficial to the group. Because now Jericho's like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I'm bringing in somebody who's better than I am. (laughs) I I don't get, like, that's what I don't get about the whole thing. I think it's just, you know, kind of like a late dinner debonair. It's kind of that one-upsmanship. You know, it's that nostalgia, 50s, 60s type of style. Uh, whether it's sitcom or pro wrestling. Um, I think it's just to engage a story to kind of keep both of them prevalent without, you know, being heavily into a feud because, you know, this wasn't that hard hitting of a match, you know, it was, you know, just kind of a lot of staggering around if you will. But again, it's all for storyline purposes. Um, I, I think it's just something that's going to blow up, but of course not for soon, whether that means a Jericho turn you know, in the future, right after Sammy, I could see that as a possibility. 
since we've yet to see that side of Jericho and AEW. Right. This, this is what goes with with me with um, Kaito Ishida and Kaisuke Okuda and I mean, I don't know, Go Shiozaki and Katsuhika Nakajima. That's what I want in my wrestling. I'm going to beat your ass and take your title. Yeah, but it's a niche audience that wants that long term of a a match even you know not even long-term storytelling but just a long form match let's see the long there was only one match that went 20 minutes over 20 minutes in this whole show and and that's not me dogging it because i know a lot of people liked it that's just me saying that's not what i want in my wrestling yeah kudos if it draws and kudos if people like it because that's what you need to do in wrestling I just don't, I don't need a song and dance routine in my wrestling. It's so good. Uh, Speaking of what else is good and what we need in our wrestling is, uh, I would say, real real emotion right here. And that was definitely the main event. John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, I quit for the AEW World Championship. I seen a spot where I never seen. Yeah, we've seen thumbtacks before. But dumping uh, peroxide, rubbing alcohol on those wounds, I was wincing on my couch. Uh, You know, of course, Moxley gets the win. A lot of emotion, a lot of love. I love the story on this. The build, tremendous. Definitely in one of my top feuds of the year. I'll be a short form, but it told a great story, Ryan. I thought made a fun match. Card babyface. Yeah. Oh yeah. With 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 Eddie Kingston. Oh, and it's going to progress even more, especially with Pac. Him and Pac, back. it's going to be great. You you took a guy, and and all you need to do is put him in a main event and get him sympathy, and now you have a nice, great mid-card feud. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my God, I cannot wait for all of that death rhombus or whatever the hell, nine-person <laughs> team member. But the Here next match, the true main event, these four men, this is the match we've been waiting for as wrestling fans since we saw the Twitter interaction many moons ago. The Young Bucks challenging the AEW World Tag Team Champions. FTR, fuck the revival. Yes, I just said that because it's 1.27 a.m. I'm going 28 minutes, 35 seconds. Uh, I love the point you brought up to me. Of course, we we saw, which I loved, again, within the match, they Mm -hmm. showcase each tag team style. The Bucks utilizing the teams of the Attitude Era, the era that they grew up watching, Mm -hmm. utilizing the Dudley, the Hardy moves, you know, and whatnot. And of course, you know, the revival or FTR, I apologize, utilizing your old school moves, your, your, yep. you know, Steiner, your Legion of Doom, Bret Hart, uh, the Hart Foundation. Love yep. that storytelling. But when you pinpointed the spot, you were like, what has been FTR's motto this no, whole time? And that's, and for they that, lost, cost they the match. it was Woo! fantastic. That's what made the finish so great. Is yeah. no flips, just fists. They did a 450 splash and they ate shit because of it. Super yep. kick, game over, new champions. Fantastic. My God. That's storytelling. That's how you do it. Yes. Blog Talk is going to kick us off in five seconds, folks. Deuces. <laughs> Later on the Blog Talk. We're, it's definitely going oh, yep, to. There, there is K. 